rolling. We started. Is yeah, this we, it? We, 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 this is yet, reasonable yet, interest. Not yet, not yet, not yet, not yet. We got you. Yes, sir. Now. This is the shit you like. I am King Fool. This is the ignorant shit you like. I'm not This is the ignorant shit you like. Come on. This is the ignorant shit you like. You know what the booty has in the got a nine chasing a chicken. Bombs! Reasonable Ignorance, episode 86. <laughs> Magic Mike, who you got? Wide receiver from the 80s from the Dallas Cowboys, number 86, Butch Johnson. The one who used to pull out the pistols every time he the pistols. I do the shoot him up, bang, bang, and then put him back in. We Can't do that now because... America has got so used to the fucking pistols, now they're afraid of it, so. Yeah. All that shit, all the George Zimmerman shit with the Trayvon, rest in peace, Martin, all that shit. Now they try to put it against the people that they made look at it for all these years. And once we start doing it, now it's wrong. Like, that pissed me off about hip-hop. Like, you had to take off the guns off the, out of the videos and off the album covers. Mm-hmm. And that was, what the fuck, we, we grew, that's the only thing we've been seeing since we've been teenagers. So now that we grow and we actually have these pistols, you know what I mean? But I understand it. I get it. Trump. Fucking, uh, what do you, alternative facts. <laughs> New music. B.O.B. Featuring T.I. Ty Dollar. Shit be too lit. Shit be full lit. Pick me up before six. Got a bitch with another bitch. We ain't trippin' cause we all here. Yeah, we all with the fuck shit. Yeah, we all with the fuck shit. Too lit. Shit be four lit. We ain't trippin' cause we all here. Yeah, yeah, that, that, that's the shit I like. Hey. I ain't got no type, I can't decide. Girls like girls like girls, they can't deny. Big and pussy with a side of wine. So she got my eyes blue. Oh yeah, that's my girl and that's our wife too. Lit, shit be four lit. Pick me up four six. Got a bitch with another bitch. We ain't trippin' cause we all here. Yeah, we all with the fuck shit. Yeah, we all with the fuck shit. Too lit, shit be four lit. We ain't trippin' cause we all here. I like that with Obamadi. That one is fantastic. I just shazammed it. Yeah. So yeah I'll yeah. be putting you on, bro. Not really, but it I was, don't? that's the second one good one. You've heard this before? No. I put you on. No. Bombs! Blah, blah, blah. You like the blah, blah, blah shit. Yeah, yeah, that shit was good. like blah, 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 blah. One of my favorite songs of all time. Yo, got it. I just heard that today. Blah, 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 blah. Why you argue? Um, let me give my car go my car 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 and go fa fa fa. <laughs> that is the dumbest remedial reading shit I've ever heard in my life. Like Yo Gotti like that uh, Magic Mike? No, none of them guys. The guy I like he got inducted into the Songwriters Hall of Fame today. And what I look look like listening to some shit like that, huh? Some it tickle me Elmo ass rhymes. Are oh, you out your fucking mind? No. Next song. Interesting. You ain't gang, gang. You can't hang, nigga. You can't hang. You ain't gang, gang. You ain't gang, gang. 
nigga, you can't hang, you can't hang, hang, nigga. You can't, you can't hang, you ain't gang, gang. It's on my OT, but I'm quick to pull it like a youngin'. In my pocket, all hunters run up on me, bitch, I'm drumming. I was thuggin' on the corner with my niggas, came from nothing. Fuck these bitches, I don't trust them. I'm a dog, fuck a cousin. They like, goddamn, baby, why you still on that block shit? But you shot quick, round them niggas, I don't rock with. I see niggas turn Christian when they feel that hot shit. Thought you was a savage, now you on that Lord watch shit. Give a fuck. Well, I got hot shells, drop L's, pull up back to back and give your block hell. Pistol whip your kids, I'm a demon, I'm a riding hell. Do the tap, I will not tell like I'm Vondell. Nigga, you can't hang, you ain't gang, gang. You can't hang, nigga, you can't hang, you ain't gang, gang. Nigga, you can't hang, you can't hang. Lil' Bibby, you ain't gang. That's my favorite song right now. Okay. You ain't gang gang, huh? That's the last song we need to be listening to in Chicago. <laughs> Shit. Choppers. Murder's going up. Babies getting killed. Some nigga talking about you, you ain't, ain't gang. gang. Yeah. Chicago always been a gangster town. Uh, we wasn't killing babies, though. If you killed a baby, you, you got dealt with in a major way. Magic Mike with the conscious talk. Of course, when they start killing these babies, that's that's going way too far. Gotcha. gotcha. But it, but it, when you have no sense and you've been listening to music like this all fucking day, smoke, medicating yourself and your shortcomings in your life, and you can't read, and you really are uh, on a short bus, and you need to be learning a vocation, something to do to get your head in life. You should be somewhere learning how to cook. You should be somewhere learning how to uh, put bricks together. As far as uh, like a, uh, you know what I'm saying? Where they gonna learn that at? Where they gonna learn that at? At a special ed school. They don't teach that at special ed. They don't teach that in the high schools. They don't teach it at college. What I'm what I'm saying is it doesn't exist anymore. It's it's a school called Southside Occupational, where they go to (laughs) they they learn (laughs) occupational, where they learn (laughs) this the this the they they learn stuff. They go to school till they're 23 years old, and it's another one in downtown. uh, I think it's Raymond something, and they teach these kids special vocations to get them through life. That's where Fred go. Went. Well, yeah. Lil Dre, remember Lil Dre used to be in the shop, used to be rapping? Uh-huh. Him? That's where they went, went to school at. Today was 23 years old. So even though you go there till you're that age, you go for a certain part of the day, and then you go to work. Okay. So you may go there at 8 o'clock in the morning, and you stay to 10, then from 10 until 4 the rest of the day, you're at your job. And you let, they let you work those jobs at different sites. 10, 10 weeks at a time. Okay. So you can learn how to travel on the bus and, and, and special things like that. Mm. Yeah. That's two schools for three million kids, but continue. I mean, that's just the two that I know about, but it's, hey, it's, it's Job Corps too. I mean, but Job but Corps. Everybody is, can go to Job Corps. Will you play no. the next song? <laughs> God damn. <laughs> it, it really goes to if a nigga want to do something with a oh, black, he yeah. going to do it. Lil Duval. The comedian. I'm dropping dick off. I'm dropping dick off. I'm dropping dick off. I'm dropping dick off. Oh, I'm dropping dick off. 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 
I'm dropping dick off. Oh, I'm dropping dick off. I'm dropping dick off. I'm dropping dick off. I'm dropping dick off. Trying to give her just enough. Don't wanna do too much. It gets tricky. When you're not looking for love, but you're out here trying to fuck, man, it's tricky. The more she becomes attached, the more I start falling back. It's so tricky. Oh, super tricky. But tonight I'm dropping dick off. I'm dropping dick off. I'm dropping dick off. I'm dropping dick off. Oh, I'm dropping dick off. 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 Oh, I'm dropping dick off. I'm dropping dick off. I'm dropping dick off. I'm dropping dick off. Drop it off. That'll be an amazing song if all the deacons walk in singing that. Bombs! <laughs> 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 all the deacons walk in singing that. And looking over at all the young girls. <laughs> you need your gas on, don't you? Bombs! <laughs> I'm drunking dick off. I'm the same time. Yeah, I'm dropping dick off. Oh, Bobby, oh, you wasn't rocking with that one? Nah, I'll pass on that one. Yeah. Why? There's too much dick in it. Yeah. Gotta, <laughs> What's the problem? Did, gotta, Coach Moses, did you like the song? I actually liked it. Yeah, you gotta, gotta start dropping dick off. Bow! You gotta understand the metrics from a different fucking What are you saying? <laughs> <laughs> gotta understand hey. what he's saying. Magic Mike. Benji, man, is, is, is been fucking around on you for all these years. You, Why not fuck his barber? Bombs! You're dropping dick off. <laughs> you can tell who your barber is. <laughs> What shorty mom bringing his 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 motherfucking kid in there? Uh huh. And the daddy ain't nowhere in his life because shorty lying and be crispy as a motherfucker. <laughs> he dropping what? Dick off. Bombs. And she tipping fifteen. Ooh, my goodness. Magic Mike, I got a challenge for you. Yeah. Little Duval could come up with a song called "Dropping Dick Off." You could come up with the song with the best pussy that ever peed as the hook. That's that's the pussy that make you moan. What's the hook again? The best pussy to ever pee. Yeah, I'm serious. Can you meet the challenge? We could record it. the engineers right there. Mighty whitey. I got claps. You. I got you. Let's do it. No problem. You can find a singer, and you gotta come up with. You gotta sing the chorus yourself. Right. I'm serious. I know how it's gonna go already. Bombs! Yes. That's how you a and record, you motherfuckers. You see what the fuck I just did? I just did that right there. Song coming soon. Right. But the best pussy it ever be. Bomb! I said ever, ever, ever be. And Reggie still ain't had a lady to make a moan, but I had a lady that had the best pussy it ever be. <laughs> Pee, pee, so good I wanted to pee on me. Bombs! Yeah, she left me. I was pissed off. 
And then when she, when she was there, you were pissed on. Yeah. <laughs> man. Oh, man. Um, I'm going to reveal her name one day, y'all. And, and Man. Welcome, Coach Moses, to the uh, to the Reasonable Ignorance Podcast. What's up, my good brother? The West Side's finest right here. One of the West Side greats. Um, there's been a lot going on the last couple of days. Uh, All-Star Game just passed Sunday. Um, I know we weren't going to talk about basketball. Fuck it. But anyway. Well, we're gonna start with basketball, but All Star Game got so much. Um, Black. All Star Game got so much uh, uh, heat, heat, and and ridicule in the media about defense in the fourth quarter. You know, I mean, I don't understand what the problem. You're there to entertain. Yeah, people are so fucking fickle. You know, and we're we're so media led, media driven that. No one wants to be entertained anymore, Coach. You know, Mighty Whitey. Nobody wants to be entertained anymore. They want to see defense. The the pundits want to see defense. Magic Mike wanted to see defense in the fourth quarter. Um, other people wanted to see the dunks and see somebody score 200 points. Well, you go back to the 2003 All-Star game in Washington, D.C. Okay. And the East came back from 21 points down to give versus the West. We watched that game. Saturday in the barbershop and or was it Friday and you seen and, and this actually changed the league at the time is that the one with Stephon Marbury Marbury yeah. okay. and Alan Iverson in the backcourt together yep. after that coaches actually started implementing that in their game plans throughout the season and that's when it changed from you had to be uh, a 6-1 point guard and a 6-5-2 guard to we're going to play them together because it worked in the All Star game, and they were actually playing defense. It was uh, Kobe Bryant. You had uh, who who else you had over there on on the West? You, 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 I mean, you had Kobe, KG, yeah, Tim Duncan. Tim Dun- that was a good game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and they came game. back from twenty one down in the fourth yeah. quarter, and they actually won the game. Won the and game. It, it was a, it was a spirited game, hard fought, yep. and they did. After so while, after so long, like in, in the rookies versus the sophomores game, you expect the the dunks and the highlights. That's what LeBron and them brought into the game, and they were mad at them about that the first time him and Carmelo and played Carmelo, in the game. Yeah, and they just they didn't really they didn't really go at each other like that. They that was really, Carmelo with the braids, right? Yeah, that was yeah. Carmelo with the braids in Denver, and uh, LeBron and and Cleveland, but they didn't they didn't really go at each other like, say, a Magic and a Isaiah Wood in an All-Star game or Michael Jordan versus anybody on that other side. They they really took it, took it personal. Michael Jordan took it personal when he matched up with Clyde Drexler and vice versa. Yeah. And Barkley, when he seen Malone, it was personal. But what we don't do is uh, we don't remember those games like that until they show them that All-Star weekend. A few years later, you know what I mean? And, you know, right before the game. And they, and, I, I, and I get it. These guys are making a lot of money. Yeah. And they're not trying to uh, blow a knee out in an all-star game. They're not trying to blow a knee out in an all-star game or whatever, or an uh, injury period, you know. So they, they they let them get away with the dunks. The, the and, injury thing has a lot to do with it. Yeah. It's got a lot to do with it. And, and when you think about it, they do have a lot of miles on them playing at a high competitive level. 
with the AAU and the nonstop playing, and really uh, the show of the cattle for the for the uh, the herd of the cattle for the for the uh, owners or college coaches or whoever, whoever for the exposure. Yeah, and it, like I'm, it's, inter- it's going to be interesting to see what this kid Zion Williams does uh, in the years to come because he's really. I want to see his birth certificate, man. I see him dominating now, but I don't see the competition level like matching up with him. I was thinking the you, same thing. Did, did you hear anything from him last year? No. Any highlights? No. Where did he come from? I don't know. Uh, what does he play for now? It's in North North Carolina. Yeah. Yeah. They said, uh, uh, Coach, uh, Coach uh, Williams was at his game last night, and he showed out for him from North Carolina. Wow. Yeah. So. I don't, I don't, I don't know. Uh, He's he, a lefty, right? Yeah, yeah. But he ducks the shit up the ball with his right hand. He cocks it back like a like a forty five magnum. I see Lance Stevenson every time I see him. That's what you see, because that's how he, that's how Lance Stevenson was dominating. Went to well, you go to Cincinnati. Yeah, he went to yeah. Cincinnati. Yeah, he dominated. You're right. He did yeah. dominate. In high and he school. didn't have no. He didn't have nobody to push him. He just thought he was the best person on the court. When he went to Cincinnati, he was literally the best person mm-hmm. on that whole team. He had nobody to push him. And now, I mean, he a decent NBA player, but I don't even think he on the team right now. So I think he's still in. He's still in Minnesota I, rehabbing off off the uh, ten day contract. I, I think he's made a bad decision to go to Charlotte. I think that boy gonna have to go somewhere where he's not the best player on the team. He's maybe the fourth best player on the team, and he's going to have to have somebody push him if he's going to be more than Lance Stevenson. He should have stayed in Indiana, Indiana, right? Yeah, I agree. He should have stayed in Indiana when he had the opportunity and chance. He maybe that's just, why he's showing out now. He should have he just took the money, the $44 million. I guess he really thought he thought he was going to make really go down to Charlotte and do something, but no. he didn't mess with that coach yeah. and everything, um, plus whatever else he had going on. But I guess burdening was hiding it, but. I mean, you you know, I, I really don't watch too much high school basketball. Or college. Yeah, I'm not really too much of a college basketball fan. Uh, you know, Coach Moses is upset tonight because his, his favorite team, the Duke Blue Devils, lost to. Oh, my God. My favorite team of all time, Syracuse. Weak-ass Syracuse. Last-second wow. shot. Are you a Duke fan, too? Die hard, dude. That's, right. that, that's what happens when you let teams just hang around. The game shouldn't even been that close, man. Well, nah, well, <laughs> well, you let teams hang around. You let uh, what's his name, Grayson Allen, take all them wild ass threes. He was OC today. Yeah, coach, coach put up there on his post and on on the Facebook. He said, "Wow, that's all he said." Because <laughs> that's all wow. I can say after as, the shot. As soon as he said "Wow," I had to go turn to the because uh, I pay attention to your timeline. Um, pause, not like that, but I mean, I pay attention to your timeline because you got. You give great insight on basketball. You pose questions, all comments, sports, all sports, and, and everything. Yeah, sports too. All them sports. You know, he's a Cutler fan. Um, <laughs> you do that in there. Okay. <laughs> right. Are you really a Cutler fan? Yeah, I like yeah. Jeff too. They actually. Wait, 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 wait. I was really just joking there. I threw a jab. That are you serious? Yeah. You're a Cutler fan. I am a Cutler fan. Really? It's Mighty sev- Whitey. It's is several reasons there. why, but it depends on who you talk to. A lot of people don't want to hear it, but they you, they trying you, to package him to Kansas City with Jay Cutler, four vice lords, and about six BDs. <laughs> <laughs> right now they they're not accepting the BDs in Kansas City. So I think about know. six cartons of cigarettes. <laughs> too. Yeah. Oh but yeah, man, the, the, the Jay Cutler era is over. I'm I'm in agreement with that. It's over. The, the era is over. 
So why do you like him though? He was good before I, he got to Chicago. You gotta understand. You gotta understand. This city has never seen what a quarterback is. It's always been a patchwork with guys who they got off a practice squad or they drafted in the eighth round, seventh round. So we get a guy with his talent. I think he never. I think he never had the opportunity like other quarterbacks had. Twelve off- offensive coordinators. Well, how many how many head coaches was he on? Was this his third his yeah. third head coach? And then it just seemed like every year when he would play well or get going, he would get hurt. So I just think it just never worked out. Like the terrible line. We all thought it would. That's okay. that's just me. What's okay. the what's the coach name that that does broadcasting now? Herm. Herm Edwards. Yeah, Herm Edwards. Yeah. He says that if you went through three different regimes. You're fucked up in, in so many words. That's what he said. He said you went through three. If you just went through three regimes. He did. You're fucked up. He doesn't have the luxury of a Tom Brady to stand in the same. But wasn't that mostly his fault, though? Not all of it. I would say if he played better, I don't think he would have went through so many regimes. Well, that, uh, yeah, I, I agree with you. He Now, part of it, yeah, he didn't play like we wanted him to. Right. But the years that he played well and they had a very good defense around him. Right. A guy like Conti lets uh Cobb wide open for the touchdown. Oh, and then yeah. they make the playoffs. Yeah. Uh that wasn't his fault. Right. That wasn't his fault. <laughs> he played good. They, they actually had the lead. They he, was up by three. People forget he drove he had the game winning touchdown exactly. before that now, Cobb exactly. pass. I agree with everything you're saying, but I I also listened to a lot of his like interviews and stuff like that. And it just doesn't seem it didn't seem like he cared too much about how he was uh oh I'm hurt. Oh, you know, it happens, it's football, you know, blah blah. It's like fucking give us at least some emotion. Do something. <laughs> give you, us something. They say that's you the sound knock like a real Bears friend talking yeah. there, boy. That's uh, the knock on him. Yeah. But they say it also at the beginning of the year when Green Bay was struggling and Aaron Rodgers was going through his motions. They were saying he's just like Cutler, but he's just, he's he has won. He, that's you know? the difference. And so the, they was the like, he's California cool, this and that. And then at the last six games, he said, we finna run the table. Run the table. He said, don't worry about it. I got this shit. Don't worry about shit. Okay. And 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 he walks the walk. He talks the talk and walks the walk. Yeah. Don't so, you think we would be the same way if we had a, a quarterback who did that? All right, well, look at all the – look at the – when y'all had the quarter – y'all, the work, everything goes wrong with the Bears. Like, this year, they, the receivers was terrible. They had – they had one game actually won. They dropped four touchdowns. They Remember dropped that? the game-winning one. They, they watched the, the game-winning one. In the I mean, and they had the backup quarter. What, what's his name? Okay, Barkley. 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 Matt Barkley. Yeah. They had maybe, like, the fifth, sixth, seventh string uh, receivers in there, too. Like – that's the Bears. It kind of like, okay. goes with the territory. It was so always so running back. The, the Chicago is a running back heavy defense laden team because they're over there on the lakefront. So they don't throw the ball like that. And that's Even exactly what happened. What's wrong with us right now is because everybody thought, oh, we'll be okay on defense. We'll be okay with this. And now look at our defense and now look at everything else too. Here's my, here's, here's my, here's the bigger question. And this is synonymous. It goes across a couple of these organizations, championship culture. We don't have it, right? Nope. Not at all. We don't have it for the Sox anymore. You don't have it for the Bulls. Except Go ahead. on the North side. 
The Cubs. Because it starts where? It starts where? In the front office. And they have it. And the Cubs are also losing for so long, but they always was they they were always drafting in every round in the first seven. Yep. The top seven picks. So Theo knew how to grab those guys who was really good and trade the guys who was just okay and get some better players for them. Get some better veterans. But see it, but like I said, it, you know, Bomb Natty, it goes back to championship culture mindset. That's what everything in life, man. Don't you know it's a young lady out here that's struggling like a motherfucker and her mama's telling her now, God damn it, you got to learn how to be a hoe. Bombs! You got to learn how to hoe up. Bombs! You can't read. Bombs! You got a big ass. Bombs! You got 38 double Ds. Choppers! And you're a sophomore. Bitch, you need to get, down to get yourself together. <laughs> got to hoe up. Get out there on that basketball player that's the top motherfucking jock in the school. <laughs> I'm telling you, bombs, motherfucker. <laughs> bombs, motherfucker. <laughs> Championship culture mindset. Yeah, you go the for Sox, the win every the time. So- the Sox don't have it. Nope. Bulls don't have it. Nope. Bears don't have it. Nope. The only two teams that have it, Blackhawks and the Cubs. And the Thoughts. Bombs! Thoughts is winning. So we got, we got three different minds, three different ones that understand it. Yep. I mean, you know, what does it take to have the championship culture mindset? Coach? Do, Magic Mike? You have to do what's best for the team. Yep. Now you got to be hungry. You ever had went two or three nights without eating? Yeah. And you got up and got up and got on your horse and went to work. <laughs> <didn't> you? <laughs> but you got to have a you got to have a guy in place at the top that has a vision. It's not afraid to Make the moves in the best interest of the team right. versus fans, you know, happiness. The, the Bears happiness. ain't gonna be shit to Virginia McCaskey die. Bombs! That's that's the honest got you. Are you are you that serious when you say that? Yeah, dead serious. What about the son? Uh, that's what's it? What was the, what's the son's he name? He can't do shit but listen to his mom. Yeah, yeah. He they they moved him out of there. He's not even in charge of football stuff. Yeah, okay. they, they got yeah. him. He, he got he has to brush Staley's hair to, like the the bear uh fucking mascot. <laughs> That's the shit he has. No, I wanted to I wanted to ask a question, play devil's advocate. Okay. You can you can have a person at the top that knows what they're doing, but you gotta have luck in the draft too, and you gotta have people to implement what you're trying to do because the 76ers You can't have no luck in no draft. Yes, you you need luck in the draft. You get a little luck. You got the 76ers had, with Des- Prescott had um. You know, one of the top yeah. general managers in the NBA, yeah. and they they didn't do anything, Ooh. and he wasn't able to translate those assets into a, a, com- a competitive team like he thought he was. Yeah. So it's not it, it, luck has something to do with the it. Seven fucking centers, and they all kept raising exactly. their feet. Well, okay, but, but, but his his mindset was tear it down and build it back up. But he kept drafting centers though, so he was he was trying to. I, That's also in his scouting department. But too. didn't they change over what? ownerships though? Yeah. No, they changed. They changed. Brian Colangelo. Colangelo. Yeah. Okay, but did they change over ownerships after after they made the, the playoffs? I don't think. You remember so. that year they made the playoffs? When Doug Collins was the coach. <laughs> when Doug Collins was the coach, yeah. they did. Doug Collins was the coach, right? Yeah. Um, who was running point? Drew Holiday. Drew Holiday. Yeah. yeah. Drew Holiday. Iguodala. Um, who else did they have? They Evan Turner. Yep. They had all those players. They made the playoffs. First round went up against who? The Bulls. The Bulls. Second round, they went up against who? 
was it was was, was it, it Miami? Was it Miami? Yes. Yeah, yes. Miami. Yeah. What year is this? Two thousand. Derek to his. That was two thousand twelve. Twelve. Twenty eleven. Twenty twelve. Yeah. Yeah. Twelve. Right. Twelve. But they and after that after that season after they got bounced out the playoffs, the seventy sixes got rid of the coach, ownership change. Yeah. Traded when, away everybody. When was Michael Carter Williams drafted with them? The following year. The following year. Yeah. Okay. The following year. Yeah. He, man, he was good when he first came out. Yeah, he was a player, a rookie of the year. Let, let them tell it. He was. Let them tell it. He was good on a bad team. And and he's and when also you good, a, when bad you, man, he's a bad teammate. He's a yeah. jerk. When you're good on a bad, yeah, yeah, when you're good jerk. on a bad team, you shine. So basically, it had it hid all his 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 uh his ways and actions. Him like and you his, just said, right? Yeah. Him and his buck teeth are, no are jerk. <laughs> <laughs> so well, you, you know, know that's why the Bucks got got rid of him. Yeah, he, he couldn't get along with Jason Kidd. Yeah. So this really? is thing. It's, that's, it's, that's it's a respect factor that you need to have on all teams. You need to have the veterans, uh, say, a uh, Kevin Willis or uh, Charles Oakley, and guys that really can man the locker room. Yeah. You need when veterans Gordon, in any game. In yeah, anyone. When Ben Gordon was with the Bulls, uh huh, he said that uh, Gary Trent tried to get. Uh, what's his name? What's the, what's the, what's the boy name that played at Duke? Duhan. Chris Duhan. To buy him a cell phone as rookie Hazes. He said Oakley walked in and said, "Man, don't you ever do nothing like that to no young boy like that, man? Who the fuck you think you are? What if I tell you to buy me a cell phone? You ain't got the money, do you?" And he said he went into him so tough mm-hmm. and so rough. He said Gary Trent left the team two days later because he was like he don't want to. He was he was afraid of Oak. D-ball. Charles Oakley, D-ball. yeah, Charles Oakley, yeah, and and that's that, that's just the way. He, like he he would stick up for the young guys, yeah. So he also stuck up for Eddie Curry and Tyson Chandler, right? right. And he said he the one that told him, "Look, man, I understand about the women. Y'all can't tell me nothing about the women. I didn't had Mary J. Blige. I didn't had two members from TLC at the same time." He said he he did it all, but he said what I'm trying to tell you is. Eddie, you already got two babies here. Stories by Magic Mike. You already have two babies here. Tyson, you got a nice young lady. You got to settle down somewhere early and get you a foundation. He said, because if you don't, you'll be, before you know it, it'll be 15 years beating past. you have babies all over the world, all over this fucking country like Jason Caffey. And he was like, no, that'll never happen to me. Sean so Kemp. Jason Caffey had 11 children. Right. This dude had to move back to Alabama right. and stay in the crib because his pension goes directly to child support. Jeez. Pop it. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Championship culture mindset, man. Um I know where they get I know where they go they do where they are gonna get that back at. Where? Los Angeles Lakers. Basketball Ooh, head of she, operations. Irving she cleaned house Magic today. Johnson. Ooh, yeah. yeah. As a Lakers fan, um, Corey Moses, Coach Moses, um, and as a Magic Johnson fan there, uh, Magic Mike. I'm a Laker fan. You're a Laker fan. Okay. Yeah. You know, things change with the podcast. You know, Magic my daddy. Year to year. Things <laughs> change. He wasn't a Lakers fan when, when you know, Jim Buss was in charge. I will no, say. I, I was there. No, 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 no. You weren't a the fan gear. then. You know. You were, I am a fan. I'm no, no, a no, Rose no. fan. Okay, no. You were a match. 
I'm taking you to task here. All right, take you me a to Magic task. Johnson fan. I knew Always. I didn't play on the team. You're a Magic Johnson well, fan. I'm still a Laker at, at heart. You you would never you didn't claim the you haven't claimed the Lakers at all. Since when? Till just now. Yeah. Goddamn lie. <laughs> Till what? Just right this fucking I mean, minute. Who who wants to talk about Magic just came back and now you want to claim you're a Lakers fan? I've now. always been a Lakers fan. You were a Lakers fan in the eighties showtime who era. Claims I give you that. Kid when they're grazing, he has all F's. Nobody shows that motherfucker off. Get your bad ass in the house and do some homework. He does. Exactly. He does. I give him credit. All right. I talked shit to him for years. Him and all his rest of his Lakers cohorts on, on Twitter for years. You remember you used to get at it all the time? Yeah, well, when I don't Celtic see all that series? shit. Yeah, I remember that. I, you know, I used to at you too. I all right, that. well, I, at I was the same on Twitter time, like that. But the thing about it is during the D'Antoni years oh, and the Mike Brown years, oh, yeah. you ain't say a word. What can you Since say? just now. Now you want to say some shit because Jeannie Buss... What a fine, that's one fine that's white That's like your woman. girl you engaged to going out to the club, giving everybody head, but then you'd be like, Mike, why you introduce me to your, to your, 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 your lady you engaged to? <laughs> Nigga, I'll slap the shit out you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I know she sucked everybody dick last night. How do you feel about Magic Johnson being the, the uh, basketball operations? I'm, I'm glad that, that Jeannie finally got a guy to be the face that will that people will respect in terms of free agents. Um, I'm going to do the wait-and-see approach with how he manages everything, but I think he needs to put the people underneath him, the scouts, the GM, need to get the right people because those are the guys that he's going to have to lean on when they say, we need to draft him or we need to draft him because right now the Lakers draft picks – I'm a Lakers fan, but I don't like any of those guys. You don't like Brandon now, Ingram? I'm a Duke fan, but I don't think Brandon Ingram is going to be what they thought he's going to be at the number two pick. Now, don't you think it would be kind of the same thing as what the Knicks did with Phil Jackson? Is put Having him like the face and having him such a big you know, entity, but not really having any experience in that kind of role? It could be, but I think with Phil, I think they relied on him being like, because he's a coach, he's never Phil's never really been a talent a talent evaluator. I think Magic is taking on the role of okay, I'm director of basketball ops, but this guy here, I'm gonna rely on him to tell me why or why we shouldn't draft him. Or this guy, I'm gonna I'm gonna rely on him to tell me yeah, we really need to pursue him in free agency. Okay, because Phil Jackson Magic is over really there. has a hold on the league. He really yeah. knows. Yeah, and Phil out there. I and think. Phil is, I think. Oh, is yeah. over there, actually, to just to get a check. He isn't passionate about the Knicks like Magic is passionate about, about, the, about Lakers. the Lakers. About the Lakers. Magic yeah. is passionate about the Lakers, the Dodgers, and Michigan State. And you see him at these games, and he says he goes to the Michigan State every year. He's at the tournament. Yep. And he and he's he's evaluating. He's if you look at his tweets. Stop looking at Donald Trump tweets. Look at Magic Johnson tweets, man, if you're a Laker fan. And look at what he's saying about certain players. Like, I'm going to be honest with you. Anywhere else, if Valentine is getting a chance to play on the court, he's going to shine. With the Bulls, he's he's getting that chance. Because you have a 35-year, 36-year-old Dwayne Wade. You said you don't think so. Out there. No, I said I don't think so. Yeah, okay. it, but look, look, look at the level of talent. It's it's almost even kill because when you first come into the league, you make a big splash. 
Tyreek Evans, uh, yeah. Eric Gordon, all these yeah. all these guys, Michael Beasley. These guys hit a wall, and they never. It's hard for them to bounce back because for so long they've been told they are so good. When you tell a kid that he's good for so long, it's hard for him to accept when he's yeah. doing bad. So he turns to other things like OJ Mayo, who's been from the NBA for two years now because he's doing designer drugs, mm-hmm. mushrooms, and uh, oh, yeah. and all that other shit. Yeah. And, uh, what's the other the shit? Uh, Molly's and all that. He said the good stuff. You know, like he failed that drug test like four <laughs> different times, and. <laughs> these these kids now is part of what KG said. AAU is helping ruin it because they feel like it's a sense of entitlement. When you're getting six boxes of Nike gear at your doorstep every two days mm-hmm. and you just had nothing, what, one summer prior, mm-hmm. now you're the guy in the neighborhood. You know what I'm saying? Everybody knew you could play. But now people are taking notice to your game. I, I watched it with Derrick Rose. I, I watched it with Derrick Rose. Like, you no, know, Derrick Rose was the only person in the city that had Carmelo Anthony gym shoes when they first came out. He had uh, Kobe Bryant gym shoes when they first came out. Kobe Bryant came over there to see Derrick Rose personally, and they brought Sharon Collins over there to sit in the auditorium and sit me on and talk to him about hooping. Kobe Bryant told him an amazing story that I will never forget. He said, man, I came here to see Chi-Town Ballers. He said, man, I'm Michael Jordan crazy. He said, but I came here to see what can you niggas do? I want to see y'all. I want to see y'all in the league. He's like, Derek, I hear everything about you. They call you Pooh, right? And Derek looked like, yeah. And, and you know, they like they were, they were having this conversation, but it was all the ball players. It was the Crane basketball team. And it was the Simeon basketball mm-hmm. team. And they brought the Crane over there. And uh, Kobe had a, a day ahead of time. Story. He got here a, a day ahead of time. And the Nike guy asked him, like, man, what you want to do? He said, uh, I want to go see the Hoopers. He was like, you want to go see DePaul? He's like, no, I want to see them. He said, I want to see the, the, the Hoopers that I hear about in 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 the media, in, in, in the Nike offices. I want to see Derrick Rose. I want to see Sharon Collins. Take me to go see these guys. I want I want to see them. And they had to put an a impromptu meeting together. Like in like a span like two and a half hours, because they want Kobe wanted to see them, mm-hmm. and he and he told him like man y'all, this is this is the life to live, but you got to work hard at it. He he told him all this shit like man, there's some days I shoot shots, and my my lady would think I'm because of what I went through prior, she think I'm out fucking around. I'm in the gym, I'm in the lab, I'm shooting jump shots like I'm crazy. And and Derek took heed to that shit. When he went to Memphis that after his senior year, he was working out so much after his first class from 8 to 10, he would stay in the gym from 12 to 5 by himself with Penny Hardaway. And Penny Hardaway went and told Calipari, you got something special, but he going to burn himself out. Damn. And uh, Calipari's like, man, you just, uh, do 12 to 2. <laughs> do, just do 12 <laughs> to 2. That, that, that fucking five-hour workout you doing. But he, was, he watched him and he said he was just doing all type of crazy shots. And he was making the motherfuckers. And Ross Strickland told me he was like, every day Derek would make a pass in practice once the season started. He'd be like, man, that's not normal. He'd make that pass through six people with velocity, and he got to his man on the pin point. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, so y'all should probably hire Derek Rose as the quarterback coach for the I mean, quarterback for the Bears. <laughs> <laughs> Let me play this real quick. Oh. Perspective that these kids 
are not being taught anything. They have they have intentions and they want things, but the way they see it is not how our league works. You earn everything in this league. You're not, not entitled to anything. Okay. You heard it. You saw it, right? Yeah, I saw it. You saw it too. Yeah. Bobby, did you see it on Monday? Yeah. Okay. Mighty? No. Okay. That's why I played it for you. Um, what is AAU, both of y'all? Amateur Athletics United, I think. Yeah. Uh, basketball. Are you right? And they play on a circuit. It starts like the first, uh, the last weekend in March. In March. And the, and the first weekend through the. Through uh... April. They start out with the Boo Williams or something. Yeah. And that, they that try was... to do it with the the signing day. The, yeah. They, Kingswood. I think, it's, I think it's Kingswood now mm-hmm. down in Houston. John Lucas' big John tournament. John Lucas is doing, yeah. Now, you do you you are have experience as an AAU coach, right? Yeah, I coached it one one summer. Yeah. What happened? Stories by Coach Moses. It's, it's just not um, – it's different when you've got 11 kids and they all feel like they should be playing. and Because their parents are paying. That, that had a lot to do with it. How much are they paying? Between five to $700. Okay. That okay. was at that time. So this was, what, maybe five years ago for me. Okay. Um, what are they paying now real quick? Depends. I've heard 900 950 Okay. But when you pay that, you're going to get a whole bunch of gear and all your travels paid for. The coaches, they get paid. Yeah. We're uh, talking about are these street coaches or no, I'm, head basketball no, coaches? These what? are head basketball coaches of other high schools. Okay. It depends on what type of program you go to. It could be a mom and pop program or it could be the top of the line like the fire. Right. Or it could be like the mean streets. Or like mean streets or yeah. uh old gold. Oh yeah, old gold, all them. Okay. Shout out to Tone and Old Gold. Now you said finish what you're saying about your year. But the practice is is, is different from your normal high school regular season practice. Okay. I mean you get hour and a half, if that. Um you're not really preaching fundamentals. You 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 shoot you're doing shooting drills, but you're mostly trying to come up with a concept of how to play. You're putting in plays, and that's really it because your whole focus for that summer or that spring with these kids is to showcase them. So you're trying to get up and down the court. So it's really, for me, it's not conducive to the beliefs I have with basketball. What is your beliefs with basketball? That you're supposed to teach fundamentals no matter where you're at. And structure and discipline. And that's just how it is. That's how I was taught. Uh-huh. So AAU is just different. You don't really have time for that. And when you go into these tournaments, you know, these parents, these kids, they expect to play because now they're going against the, the best kid from Ohio or the best team from uh, Wisconsin. So now they want to go out and they want to be showcased. So if they take, if they shoot a 30-footer after two passes, I mean, yeah. you really, what you're going to do get mad at them? Okay. And for me, it's just not something that I, I was comfortable with. How long has AAU been around? It's been around a long time. It was really a thing that started on the East Coast because kids were uh, actually needed some more exposure, just like the prep school thing to get a kid another year of high school eligibility. Okay. So it started from the on the East Coast, but then it started making so much money it just spread it nationally. So it's it's 
it's really a thing of you trying to make the best out of what you have homegrown and make it nationally known because we don't have the uh, Streets and Smith magazines no more. You don't have uh, a lot of lot of uh, outlets for the basketball, so now everything is just AAU focused. You know what I mean? So say take take a guy like we had the Perry State games here back in the 80s and the 90s. Right. So the best high school players here will play like the Chicago players will play against the kids from Rockford or join up with deep decab uh, players and so on and so on. So it was the Perry State because that's, that's where Illinois is. So all those people would go down there. It was like our Olympics, the Illinois Olympics, and they would play basketball together. But they took that, and that was deaded by AAU basketball, okay. amateur athletics. And, and and it's taken off because of the money factor of the basketball. You know what I mean? These kids go from all of July, they're gone. Okay. All of July, mm-hmm. they're gone. I watched, a, I watched a team be assembled by uh, a, a team disassembled and assembled for Derrick Rose by Nike because they took him off of Ferrari because they couldn't understand why one guy named uh, Financial Kevin, where he was getting all his money from because he had a Bentley. So Reggie didn't want him to be around his brother. So Reggie became the coach with Mean Streets basketball. Stop. And, and was that had, the one with, uh, was it with Eric Gordon? Which yeah, team yeah, was he yeah, with? Yeah, that, oh, okay. Eric Gordon, Derrick Rose in the backcourt, Tim Flowers, Johnson, and uh, Brian Orange, and uh, the kid from Leo. When was they this? Had, they had six players. That was I was going into Derrick Senior. That was like 2006. Okay. And they went down. They 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 showed out. They the only team in Illinois to ever win the Peach Jam tournament. Like Jaleel and Cliff can win the Peach Jam tournament. Like they is is they had one play that they would really run with Reggie coaching, and he would showcase Derrick, and it was called a one four low, one up high. Derrick going one on one against his man which would be uh, Tyreek Evans. He hit the game when he shot on him mm-hmm. up there in, uh, in, in the Peace Jam. They won that. And and, and uh, it, was, it was just like you, you showcase the guards. It's hard for a big man to even get any type of any type of rhythm in a game like that. You, you just rebounding and giving the ball to the – Blake Griffin was, was terrible doing that uh, AAU run that summer. Okay. But then during the season, he took off. He becomes a McDonald's All-American. He wins a dunk contest. A dunk contest at the McDonald's All-American game. He goes to Oklahoma. Uh, he plays okay. Uh-huh. Kevin Love, Michael Beasley, Derrick Rose, Ed Gordon, all of them come out. O.J. Mayo, all of them come out. Right. And Kev- and Blake Griffin is smart enough to wait to his sophomore year to come out. Okay. You know what I mean? Number but all pick. them players that I named, though, they was eligible to go one-on-one against each other. You know what I mean? I mean they, they 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 when when Beasley matched up against Love, Love had his his AU team. Well, he was out of L.A. He had Brandon Jennings. Mm-hmm. He had uh he he had like three had somebody other else on there too. All Americans on yeah. his team, and and I mean that's what AU ball is about, and that's what you see going into college, where guys want to go do to the one on one shit, right? Right. But then when you get to the pros, that's what Kevin Garnett is talking about. Hey man, I'm not. I've been in this league ten years. I'm not finna waste my championship bid fucking around with you trying to go one on one. You know what I mean? 
Right. So that's what Ronda was talking about. Like right now, that's what the Bulls is about. Jimmy Butler needs to go one on one. He wants to clear out. D Wade is a slasher. He can't shoot that well. He needs to clear out. And Rondo, who can't shoot at all, but he wants to move the ball around. So it's controversy all the way through that motherfucker. Right. You know what I'm saying? How how would y'all since y'all coaches and and get a a good um. You know, y'all understand the game in the AAU circuit so well. How would you all improve the AAU circuit? Because I always hear people complain like Kevin Garnett and Blase Blase. Everybody complains. Yeah. Everybody complains. The only thing that I could think of to make it better is like having KG or Rasheed Wallace or somebody like that, like sponsor a team and they involved so they can, because the, the players should respect them, you know, and ha- and tell them how important the structure is. You know, we won the championship doing it this way. In Detroit, we won the championship doing it this way. So that's the only thing that I could think of to make the AAU circuit better. Somebody who already got money so they can be bought and sold and told what to do. So how would you or you might uh, improve the AAU circuit from the way it is now? I think you got to start with you got to change the culture. It's all with, of it. You know, because it's – it's it's so many other people, so many layers that's involved. Um, is there a lot of corruption in it? It's a lot. Yeah, I mean, you 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 got a lot of college coaches who have to be careful about who they talk to when it comes to because you may not be the coach, you just wear the name, but the other person that's running everything that's the person to see. So it's just it's so many layers that I don't. It's hard to change, I think. Um, but in terms of the overall, the play, I mean, you, there's some good kids out there. It's a lot of good kids, but I think it's going to take more than just athletes and superstars to change the way the AAU culture is. What you think, Mike? Uh, I honestly think you got to stop giving them kids so much. But coming from our situations, like you had Chris Head that was coaching his AAU team with Sid Banks, and he was suspended. And he was it was frowned upon at the time. Now you have Nick Irving coaching the fire, and that's his AAU team. And he has is 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 loaded with the Morgan Park Simeon players. You know what I mean? So it's it's you have to you have to quit giving the kids so much. Like I said at the beginning, you can't tell a kid he's so good. You I mean, telling the kid he's good is like the worst some of the worst shit ever. Like, yeah. how many times did your coach tell you you was good? Never. Honestly. Never. <laughs> In grammar school, did he tell you you was good? Never told us we was good. I mean, good. I, when did you know you were good? When you made the team, right? When I made the team. I, I must be a little better than the, the other guys That's that, that was trying out. That's how we all knew we was good. Yeah, when yeah. We made the team. Yeah, and, and, and the more you, you played against other people and you held your own, Yeah, that was something that you talked about amongst your peers. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, when you went out there to play Gordon Tech versus St. Joe's, and you got this historic coach on the bench, and you playing against him, and you holding your own against his best player. You like, well, maybe I could really play this game a little right. bit. You know what I mean? Right. But then at, at some other point in time, he's like, maybe I'm not that good as I thought I was. Right. But I competed at a, at, a, at my highest level was probably my junior senior year at high school. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But these kids, they get told so for so long that they are so good. That when they're told they are no longer good, 
It's like the worst shit ever. You know what it is? They kill their confidence. It's the 21 Savage versus 22 Savage. It's the Chris <laughs> Brown versus uh, Soldier Boy shit. Mm-hmm. They get in their feelings about little shit because it's almost like a mother that don't want to see her child hurt. So she's going to keep babying. Okay. But like I watched you discipline your son the other day in the shop. Yeah. You know what I mean? You got to cut this shit out, son. Yeah, hey, this ain't, I mean, like, men, we're going to do that. Yeah. But women are a different breed. And even if you cussing a kid out all the time, that's not going to do the best for them. I mean, at some point in time, those those cuss words going to bounce off the wall just like fucking rubber balls. <laughs> uh, what you going to call me, a black, broke bitch? I'm like my daddy, right? Okay, <laughs> I get you. Yeah, all right. Keep going. I'm going to mop your, your floor again. Okay. But you know this, I'm going to get some more pussy down here. You know that. <laughs> Bombs. But, yeah, but I, uh, I, I really think we don't uh, we don't tell the kids the truth. We just look at our kids as cattle, and uh, once they fall off, they're fucked up. I watched Ronnie Fields. The Ronnie Fields Field story is one of the worst stories ever. Sad. And uh, that shit was super we, sad. And I lived it. I saw it. Yeah, I, I, I got. I, I haven't seen that that story. I mean, we 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 lived that story. Like, watched him play basketball. I watched Ronnie Fields walk around. I watched the Jamie Brandon story close close hand. I right. watched Jamie Brandon from King, the national champions of the uh, nation, nineteen ninety, went thirty two in a row. I'm not from Chicago, so why don't you just give me a synopsis of what happened? Oh, these were these were no, all American basketball players. They had the world at the at the palm of their hand, and uh, for some reason, it, things didn't work out. Ronnie Fields had an accident; he broke his neck. He didn't get to finish his senior year. He was going to go to DePaul. He didn't uh, qualify on the test scores. He tried to go to the league, and uh, he never did. Things never did pan out. No. And it was him, Kobe Bryant, and Tim Thomas, one, two, and three, coming out of high school. So that's the company he kept. Jamie Brandon was up there with Damon Bailey. Uh, he didn't want to go to the Bridge Academy at the uh, University high, of Illinois. Best high school player I ever seen in Chicago. He, he, he had a mid-range game. Which one? Jamie Bailey. Oh, Six foot four. Could fill it up. Had to shake and bake. Had the mid-range game. And he was a vice lord. And he can shoot the, the, the shoot the long three ball. And, and he referees our games over at Home and Square every Saturday. Yeah. Still humble R- to this with day. With the kids? Yep. Still humble to this day. Wow, really? Yeah. Shout out to Jamie. He's a good dude. Yeah. And I talked to him one time. Oh, man, He's still here. Please tell nope. him. You know who? No. He got great stories. Yeah. Great hey, tell, story. tell him I need to, we want to interview him. Okay. And, I will. And, 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 you, can you yeah, facilitate that? I will. That? I will. Hey, we, we tried. Trust me. I tried. Listen. He comes to, he hangs out with my boy, Keith Johnson. Shout out to he, Keith Johnson. Class of 90 with, with Jamie, too. Johnny Selby, Fred Schofield, all them guys. <laughs> Jamie said, he went into his shell. He said, I'm already close to myself, meaning I'm an introvert. I, mean, uh, I, I knew he didn't know that. But listen. <laughs> no, I didn't know. I'm surprised no, Mike knew it. I'm an introvert, man. Listen, listen. <laughs> Shit, I'm right. sitting here amazed. Hey, nigga, I, I know a whole lot. I just, a fool could... A smart man can play a fool. A fool can't play a smart man. Understand that, boy. I'll teach you something every week. Listen. Whatever, nigga. In, 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 <laughs> anyway, I said, man, what, why you been missing so long? He said, man, I get tired of people asking me what happened. Why I didn't make the league. Why I didn't do this. He's like, I fuck with you because you're my boy. I want to hear the stories. You need to, you need to put and, and And that fucks with him to the point where 
Sometimes he'll go out for about a month straight. Then you won't see him for six months. Put the pressure on him. I want him here on the couch. So is it just he he broke his neck and he just couldn't play after that? Or like, no, he could, that, that, that's wrong Ronnie Fields. Or? Ronnie Fields can actually still play. He can still dunk the ball. He's what, just What is he doing? Ronnie now? Fields fat as hell now. He coaches the AAU team. He has, yeah, he AAU has his own AAU team. He's a motivational speaker. Uh, yeah, he's doing he's doing a few things. Where's, where where was he from on the west side? I was right, Ronnie. I think Ronnie's from North Lawndale. Okay, and he went to Farragut. What's okay. the other dude name who fell off? Um, the one <laughs> the one that went up against LeBron James, the one who was supposed to be better than LeBron, Lenny Cook. Lenny Cook. Yeah. That's a sad story. That might be worse than Ronnie Field's story. Honest, I, honestly, we watched that the other day, the other night. He got teary-eyed. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to have to watch these, these, these watch two the stories. Watch the Lenny Cook story. I'm going to watch Lenny Cook watch story. Watch that. I mean, I, I heard he was in, you know, he got drafted by Detroit, right? Yeah. And he had a hard time adjusting. It's just sad the way it ended, That man. shit was terrible. It was terrible. Okay. Well, what happened? We're going to get back to it. Okay. I, I want to switch topics because, you know, we, we got other people that, you know, that like to, that don't listen, don't watch basketball. So. Cheapalicious. Um, Jessica Star Wright. Happy belated birthday to the Cheapalicious also. Yeah, happy belated birthday. We were conversating the other day about something happened here in Chicago that I still can't really wrap my mind around. There was a homeless lady. She was on the bus, on the train, and she had bed bugs all in her motherfucker bag. How you uh, homeless and you got bed bugs? I mean, you must have really did some sh- fucked up shit the time before when you were here because God gave you bed bugs when he oh, gave you a bed. What the fuck oh. is going on with you, lady? What did you do? You must have threw... What the fuck? I could not believe that. And then the, they interviewed the worst person in the world on the fucking... It was, it was a knock-knee dude. They showed him walking. Coming up, like uh, this, I know some people have sense of humor <laughs> with them cameras. They showed him walking. He had his Nike jacket and his knees was knocking, and he got up. <laughs> <laughs> he he got up on the on the surface, and they interviewed him. He was like, "They said, what would you have done if you seen the lady with the bed bus? I think I would have called the police because I wouldn't have had." <laughs> and he was just flaming hot, like <laughs> sissy out. I know the gays are going to attack me, but y'all need to get better protocol to when y'all see bugs because this knock-kneed dude that was pigeon-toed was, is not a good representation of y'all. That's like, <laughs> like that's that's really fucked up. That's, at at MagicMike32 on Instagram and on, on uh, uh, Twitter. That's like a, a nigga going into the brothel with an uncircumcised dick. Bombs! You gonna suck that, huh? You gotta turn a neck on your dick. <laughs> Pop it. Oh my god. <laughs> hey, look. Um, here's a question for for the panel, for everybody. I recently started going out with this woman, but I've noticed that it's me that always texts or calls first. Does that mean she's really not into me, Coach? What's up? That's a dude that said that? That's a dude asking this question to to my man. Shout out to my man, Damon Clark. Man, Mr. Clark, you might as well. No, that's not him. Oh. It's the guy that <laughs> posed. A guy sent him this question. He does a DC ass every day. So somebody sent him this question. That He sent them that question. She, he, he like I said, he restarted going out with a woman, but yet he notices that it's always him texting, calling, 
first. Does that mean she's not really into me? What you think? Yeah, it's a wrap. It's a wrap? Yeah, it's a wrap. Mighty? Depends on how long it is. If it's like, you know, maybe just like an hour or two. But if it's like a day and you don't hear from her and you're always the one first, then yeah, it's done. Obama not Yeah, it's over with because a woman wake up thinking about who she's thinking about and she going to text or call that Dick. person. So it's over with if, if she not texting or calling him. It's, it's a wrap. Mm-hmm. She fucking somebody else. Magic Mike. He needs to start looking at her deficiencies and start uh, texting her all her deficiencies. Like, <laughs> bitch, your breath stink. <laughs> and I left some uh, winter fresh in your glove, in, in your mailbox. Six months worth. Uh, I know what it is. <laughs> you really don't know how to spell that good. That's why you have me texting me. So I also <laughs> left a speaking spell in there, too. Jesus. One more thing. Uh, Next time you fart in my car, bitch. <laughs> no. Uh, no, I mean, it depends on how much it's costing him every time. Every time you see the bitch, you're like, it depends on that. I'm going to kill you, bitch. Yeah, that, that's how you fart in my car. Like, I still have, it look like you spilled some coffee where you fart in that bitch in my seat. <laughs> oh, God. That sounds like me. That's why it's so funny. Here we go. DC asks again. Another question that comes up again. Okay. Is it negative? Is it a negative theme? That I'm dating a person who has been, who has had, okay, is it a negative thing that I'm dating a person who has had been engaged three times but never married? Obama and Ali. Engaged three times but never married. Damn. What, Concentrate is, on that. Is it all the same circumstance? Because it might be different circumstances. Yeah, behind it might be the same, dude. Is it a negative thing <laughs> that I'm dating a person who has been engaged three times but never married? No, it's all right. What? Yeah, it's all right. It's all right? Yeah. Why? I'm surprised she, she at his not, answer. She might not have Bet found you, the one. Shit. I mean, it's her It's It her could decision. be a her or him. It could be a her or him. It well, if make, it's a her and she didn't find the one... And you know, guys be thirsty to propose in some cases, and she might not have wanted to. I know someone like might, that. Might not have wanted to do that shit. So, I mean, just because she was proposed to doesn't mean that's a bad thing. Now, if she was married three times, that's a whole different story. But propose- flip it around if it's a guy. It, it's a bad thing because he, he obviously not trying to get married. It's a completely different thing because in his mind, he's not getting married under no circumstance whatsoever. I'm going to come back to you, Mighty Whitey. It almost seems like something something changes once he asks him to get married. Maybe they move in with him, and then they see like, "Oh shit," you know. He, he sucks his own dick. Yeah, at home, he, motherfucker. He, he has a put, <laughs> he's a hermaphrodite or something. Never. Never. <laughs> never. <laughs> Get his own self home. What, what if it's fuck? a her? What if it's a her? Yeah, she's been married. She's been engaged three times, but never married. I don't know. Her pussy stink. I don't know. Bombs. <laughs> Rubbing off on the kid. I see, I see. I've been noticing that all fucking night, man. Rubbing off on the kid. You you got a new white brother. Yeah. Not all the way yet. You got to get that that dick stretcher machine. (laughs) 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 Piss on his balls, talking about my brother. (laughs) 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 (laughs)
the words of Magic Mike. Um, your thoughts, man. It's been nine twenty for two hours over there. <laughs> to fix this fucking clock. That's what the fuck. Uh, consider yourself blessed, young lady. You could, uh, or whoever you are, you could be like uh Drew Peterson's all five of his wives and he killed. <laughs> <laughs> Could be somewhere laying six foot deep, getting getting exhumed to get examined again. Uh, they put him out. They put him in the feds now. You yeah, know I mean? he got so much shit on him. They ain't no telling what the fuck all he didn't kill. He he acting Damn. a fool. He was the police and he was killing people like that. So that's why they put him in the fed joint. But uh, I don't know. Get consider yourself lucky, baby. This shit. Get all you can while you can. Shit, it's a forty eight minute game. Go hard. Go hard in the paint, as they say on the what, what, what about if it's a guy though, Magic Mike? Uh, and she's been engaged three times. Ain't? He's been engaged three times, and um, he's been engaged three times, and but never married. Shit, he he just bitch. Look at the dude that take three different bitches and stand them up at the altar and don't show up. That's 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 the dog, motherfucker. That's the dog, motherfucker. Maybe he's just trying to get his credit score together, though. Getting these bitches together. He trying to keep working these bitches. As soon as I get to this five fifty, I'm leading. As soon as I get to six eighty, I mean, I'm, I'm I'm out on this bitch. When I get to seven twenty, get this BMW. Like I got a nigga. I promise to God, my boy I grew up with. His name is Chucky. He called himself Denzel. He been had a white Lexus truck since since. Since 2000. Uh huh. And he watches this motherfucker at the drop of a hat anywhere. That's all he got to show. Oh, wow. And he still wears, yeah. remember when Jordan used to wear his his wristband on his arm? That yeah. big, that big long one? Yeah. So I told him, man, for Father's Day this year, I'm going to get you a new wristband. Because I seen him today watching this, and it's dingy to the motherfucker. So I'm going to get you a new wristband. <laughs> I'm going online. I'm going to go in the shop right now. <laughs> And look one up. You need a new wrist, man. He's like, you always hating. He got on the North Carolina jacket. <laughs> he got the North Carolina shorts and shit on. Uh-huh. Some old ass joints tied up tight in the motherfucker. And he got the 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 the, the, the pump with the curl shit in there. I'm he like, said you always hate. Oh, yeah. like, you look like Chucky Booker, motherfucker. <laughs> Turned away, man. But honestly, ladies, uh, whoever it is, just get in and get out, man. Life is short, so play hard and stick hard. The only time you love them is your dick hard, man. Get you some pussy, get up out of here. Quit fucking around and a Jay Z quote. Yeah, because yeah, he's well, going into the yeah, Hall of yeah, Fame yeah, for well. the what? You got pay respect today. Pay respect today. Songwriters Hall of Fame. The first hit rapper to ever get into the, the Songwriters song. Hall of Fame. That's with Bob Dylan, the fucking Beatles, John right. Lennon, and Paul Some McCartney. Legends. Come on, Real, man. Really? He's the first rapper? And this is a rapper. guy that grew up in Marcy really? Projects and the Projects. First rapper. Coach Moses, what'd you say? sold cocaine. Three times, though. <laughs> Three times, never engaged. Three times is a red flag, man. He must be burning bitches. He, he three times, yeah, he don't want to get married. He don't want to get married. What about if it's a woman? If it's a woman, is there something wrong with her? I I mean, three times, I can see once. I even give you a pass on twice, but three, yeah, it's something going on. Because, like, maybe when you move in with her, maybe you find out some things about her. Maybe she don't like to cook. Maybe she don't like to clean. Maybe she can't cook. Maybe she don't pay her bills. She went out with Mike. And, and wet chili. <laughs> something, yeah. you know what I mean? It's yeah. something. She got the Willona Woods motherfucking uh, curse. I had a Willona friend that was engaged uh, four times. She got How many seven times? Ki- she got seven kids and four of the baby's fathers proposed to her. So, 
Damn. Maybe because I'm kind of used to it, and it ain't really. Yeah, you know, you know a lady like that? Yeah, she was. We was. We went to high school together. I was like, damn. And she 31 with seven kids. Yeah. Mm. She had our first kid when we was, I think, freshmen. No, them niggas oh. beating down her dough. This, this, this is my for that motherfucker. It comes tag. Hey, bitch, let me see. Let me see my son. Yeah, yeah. Here we go. <laughs> you got a daughter over here. You ain't no son. <laughs> <laughs> let me see the kid, bitch. What's wrong with you? Yeah. Give me two hundred dollars. <laughs> Here we go. Does sex on the first date kill the chances of having a relationship? No. No. I got two no's. At least you know where the relationship is going. I'm going to say no. No, Three no's. You say what, Mike? No, it don't kill the relationship. Four no's. Okay. No. How do you feel about it, Jamal? Quit stringing this shit along, bitch. I come here to get fried chicken and... Collard greens with macaroni and cheese. I don't want to eat them one by one. I want them all in the one same night. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. I don't, I don't uh, want to get no macaroni and cheese tonight. Then Wednesday, you talking about come back get the fried chicken. <laughs> Bitch, give me everything tonight. We're going, we going around the world tonight. But see, you know what? We in this era now where Steve Harvey got these bitches fucked up. They got these women fucked up. Period. Man, fuck him and his was, mustache. They got these women fucked up thinking <laughs> with the thinking of the 90 day rule and all this other kind of shit like that and mm-hmm. think like a man, That's act not like realistic. a woman. It's you know? not realistic. No, yeah. Steve Harvey's probably fucking little girls while he's choking them. Come on, man. Oh, damn. <laughs> he's your little you are really, really rubbing off on yeah, this guy. Yeah. What the fuck? Did you practice this shit before no. the, the podcast or, or what? That's how you he feel. Go, he'd be like, Jesus Mike ain't finna get all the bombs tonight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Two more weeks of this shit, he gonna be like Trump. Yeah, you're fake news, Mike. You're fake comedian. You know, no, no more bombs for you. You're fake comedian. You're not a comedian. You're fake. Jesus Christ. I mean, oh. Steve Harvey really got these 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 ladies fucked up. Who do you think really read that book? Nobody but old bitches with their fibroids all fucked up and bleeding heavy. Okay, uh, bullshit. We talking about the, the age range would be what, her age range. Man, go out to the Red Diamond right now. They not listen to shit that Steve Harvey say. <laughs> bullshit. Why you think they alone? That's, I don't give a fuck with bitch alone. Did you hear what my motto is? What? Life is short, so play hard and stick hard. The only time you love is when you dick hard. I don't give a fuck about that bitch and her dreams and goals and all she want to accomplish. What is the... Bend over, bitch. Bombs! <laughs> give a fuck what your, what your uncle did to you when you was a kid. Oh, you're all soft, motherfucker. Oh, come on. Do that thing your uncle taught you. No, 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 no. Oh, no. I got a call yesterday, boy. It, it, it was it was something else. Mighty Whitey, what are you about to say? I want to share it with you. What does the black delegation think of Steve Harvey? His mustache ain't shit. And, no, and, and, I, I want to hear what he got to say about it. Come on. Bob about Steve Harvey? Yeah. Steve Harvey is a fucking clown. He just an Uncle Tom ass bitch nigga. <laughs> I swear I wish I could see Steve Harvey. I smacked the Uncle, shit out of him. Was he Uncle Tom? He was an Uncle Tom a long ass time ago. So he wasn't, he wasn't an Uncle Tom to Trump, right? The bitch was never funny. You don't think, you don't think never, he was funny? Never was funny. Never he wrote was funny. one joke for 10 years about Mike Tyson and I. 
about when he got hit in the eye by uh, when, when, when Mike Tyson hit Mitch Green in the eye. That was his 10-year joke. He wrote the that Wu-Tang joke. The Wu-Tang joke was funny, too, now. Okay, he did that one joke, and all he used to do was pick out an old lady in the crowd and try to call her country. That's all he did at nah, all his shows. When he was country. Everybody in Cleveland is country. Right. Cleveland ain't shit. And he had a fucking wig on the whole time. He's, he's just like that pastor from Cleveland. You know what? He ain't t- shit. You know what? I'm going to be honest with you. Steve Harvey, you a bitch. Steve Harvey, to me, before I found out there was a wig on, he had the best hairline in the business. Stressing Wait, out every barber in the country. Wig, bro. I did, bro, I didn't know it was, it was a wig. A wig I, I'm not looking, I'm not, I don't look at guys like that. Uh, uh, Wait, it was a wig. He it had hair on the side, and he had a piece, a yeah, hair piece I, on the top that he used to snap on to the side with his hair, like, like a like a real wig. Mm-hmm. That's why she was always on point whenever he came on yeah. TV. Oh, but see, the thing about it, we didn't. That's you know, why him and Trump got together. Okay, yeah. <laughs> man, where the fuck you get that hair piece that you used see, to? Wear? <laughs> Here's the thing about it. Like, like I was telling my old lady, I'm like, you know, guys don't at times don't know and check for if the bra got a wig on or some shit like that. I didn't know Steve Harvey had a wig on. I didn't I, 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 I just thought he had one of the most crispiest fucking hairlines That's ever. What I just like I thought, same thing with, you know, with Alfonso Ribeiro. When yeah, he was on, yeah. on a, uh, Fresh Prince. Fresh Prince. He had the best fucking line. What, what was he the, using? He was I, using like ink or something? I don't know what, the, you gotta ask him. Uh-oh. But the thing shit. about it is, he was, he, was he, he had a wig too? Yeah. You just fucked up. I just thought maybe they no come kidding. somebody come in, line them up. That's what I thought too. But it was are you serious? Yeah, I thought they were. Just- hey, and you never would know the pressure that the barbers in the inner city was getting because the niggas was on TV <laughs> trying to get <laughs> some motherfucker from Hirsch. Alfonso Ribeiro, the fucking Pepsi challenge guy for Michael Jackson commercial. Yeah, Carlton, Carlton. Had the, Carlton had the best headline in the fucking business. In oh. the whole, you gotta you gotta look at it. the '90s, uh, Obama '90. Niggas was like, "I needed that Carlton. Yeah. I need that." White people looked up to him too. Really? White people looked up to him. Look at his of dancing, they man. Like the, like yeah, the, yeah, the dancing, yeah. Tom yeah. Jones. Yeah, dancing. You don't love love until it's that shit. That's not the song, Mike, but we got it. You don't know love until <laughs> it's not unusual. What's the name of it? Yeah, that wasn't Whatever it is. Yeah, it's, it's not unusual. Not unusual, yeah. not uh, unusual yeah. to be loved by anyone. That stupid-ass song. The thing about it is... That I don't like nothing. You're saying that's a wig. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> that was a wig that Alfonso... Oh, God. You just I did not fucked know up that. my history. I did not know that. You just fucked up my respect for him, for Man. real. That, 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 that line that was, was, was the 90s. All right, y'all, we finna start the show now. We was just bullshitting at first. <laughs> <laughs> Get back to what I was saying. Um, fucking on the first date. You know, it depends on what age range, too. It depends on what age range. Elaborate, please. You ever went home at 16 with the blue balls? Yes. Set it out. <laughs> Set yourself yes. out. You ever had blue balls before? Hell Yes. You, Terrible. Absolutely. Of course. I bet you moaned in then, you motherfucker. Boom! Yeah. <laughs> Look at it. This shit is fucking How old were you when you first got blue balls, balls to go away? <laughs> Eighth grade, yeah, 14 years old. 14, what year was that? 1993. Okay. What about you? Uh, First time? Yeah. You said, uh, what year? yeah, it was eighth grade. It was, uh, I graduated in 98. 98? Shit, 99. that was a. I was a stone cold killer in '98. Yeah, I yeah. had so many abortions paid for. Hit it, hit it, go ahead. Come on, you got that? 
That's all I'm gonna do from now on. He's America's most wanted. Yeah, shit. America's most wanted. In the back. Bobby and I first time had blue balls. Shit, it was like 2004. I remember it was two girls. They was friends, and they knew I was talking to both of them. So it seemed like one of them would come over, give me blue balls. And then I'd be trying to rely on the other one to come over, and she'd give me blue balls like they was working in oh, conjunction damn. with each other. Stupid bitches. So you fuck both of y'all. Yeah, you the in stupid. The nigga. You the one that had your balls bluer than your jeans. How old you when you had blue balls? Uh, I don't remember exactly how old I was. I know I remember I kissed a bitch for about an hour and a half. This bitch, this French kissing has got to go. <laughs> What about breath stink now, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> Let's, I don't know. I don't remember how old I was. I'm 46. I remember that. Remember my oh. name was Sunday. I was kissing on 80 of them. 80 first per year. You kissing her on Monday. No, her name was Sunday. Yeah, yeah. She's kissing the shit out of me. <laughs> 90 minutes. <laughs> Here we go. Um, being that this generation is a very sexual generation, we're talking about generation... Uh, the digital generation the right millennials. now. Yeah. yeah. Does it matter how many sexual partners someone you're dating has had before you? Would you even care to know? Depends. I mean, if it feels like I'm throwing a hot dog down a hallway, then maybe I want to. There's girls that had a lot of partners that's pussy still tight, so they don't even. And it's yeah. girls that. Wait, wait, wait. How been... is that so? I'm just they, they, telling you, man. But they, I'm just they, saying, though, any girl that's very had. Well. Not a tight pussy, you know they've had a lot of partners. It's girls with, with loose pussies that ain't had a lot of partners. That's just I, think if, really, I think if you really like her, don't ask her her body count. Because you might not be ready for her answer. Right. And I you think she really like me, too. she don't want to ask me my body count. But don't you feel like, don't you, don't you feel like, don't you guys feel like it's, it's an ego thing for us? To know like how many damn, like. You, if you really like it, I just wouldn't do it. I agree with Coach. I, I'm, I'm not going. I ain't nah, never that, asked. I ain't you wouldn't ask. Noise. I wouldn't ask. Just go with the flow. Right. Every, but have you, how many times have you asked uh, uh, your significant other before? Never. You've never asked before? Never. All I know about is her ex. That's it. You. Me? Yeah. Um, not the, you know, the, the one that you were in a relationship with. Right. Uh, I think. We uh, we agreed to tell each other, but it wasn't like you know. I was like, "Hey, tell me." You know what I mean? Like it was like, "All right, you tell me, I tell you, whatever." But that was just one. I think one time. That's that's what lead to murder suicide. You fucked down. <laughs> 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 Oh, shit. Oh, <laughs> shit, that shit like that. He, oh, just live with it. Shit. He, you can know a motherfucker who, who know, really know how to get out. They got good rhythm. They got good. Motherfucker be like, it's the energy. No, bitches, you, you know what you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> Have you asked before? Yeah, I ask all the time. How many she been with? Yeah. How many pitching wings you got? How many pitching wings? You're lying, bitch. I know. I know you're lying. I know 12 niggas that told me they was with you. you know, like, all 12 of them ain't lying because my mother told me when I was in fourth grade, everybody ain't got no reason to lie on you. So who the fuck are you for everybody to be lying on? Okay. All right. So, bitch, get back here and do give me the old rusty trombone. <laughs> like you gave the other six niggas. Have you heard of the rusty trombone? Yeah. 
Did you hear about it before you? Did you know about that before you heard the show on the uh, show? I, I knew about it. I got a lot of white friends, so I knew about it then. Yeah, he went to Gordon Tech. Yep. Cincinnati bow tie, all that. Yeah. What's yep. the fucking Cincinnati bow tie? Some shit you never ask no black woman to do. Or the Unless Cle- you got Floyd Mayweather money. Cleveland Steamer, steamer it's right around there, too. That's um, a new one. Okay, 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 come on. It's just when you shit on a girl's chest, that's it. What the fuck, man? Bombs! I'm not leaving the pussy shit on somebody's chest, what is, the Cleveland, what is the Cleveland Steamer again? Go ahead. I'm trying to remember the Cincinnati bow tie, but what's the Steamer? That was the Steamer. That was the Steamer? Yeah. Okay. Just when you, you shit on a girl's chest, and that's it. Yep, that's it. At the end or at the beginning? What the fuck? It don't matter. What the fuck? So you're going to be fucking a bitch with your shit on her chest? No, you don't. You, no, you, you, you what? Wait, 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 for wait. The, I'm asking. From now know. on in life, every time she sees you, she'll be like, Reggie, you shitted on me. You were like, yeah, you right. Literally. <laughs> no, I'm saying. What, I, I don't Have know, you? What the fuck? No. You never had. Boy, you no. know you shitted on Elaine's chest. Now. What's the Cincinnati no. bow tie, man? Liar. I ain't never heard that one before. No? No, I oh, never okay. heard that one before. Okay. I'm, I'm going off topic. Not going off topic. We go, we go we back to it. We got to come back to that. Yeah. The Cleveland, the Cleveland what? Steamer. Steamer. Cleveland Steamer and the Cincinnati bow tie. Yeah. Make sure you eat some jerk chicken from motherfucking <laughs> jerk villa. That's some fucking white cow. Give us the Cleveland Steamer. Do we have one for Chicago? Yeah, the, the, the jerk taco man from the west side. <laughs> 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 Bitch, you want me to give you a jerk taco from the west side? <laughs> River, man. Go ahead. Uh, you your pistol whip him. That's what you do. <laughs> Haven't you guys ever wanted to or have you reenacted a scene from a porno movie? Yes. Which yeah. one did you do? I don't know. That's a- my question to all of you all. It was one with two girls. I can't remember, but it was you, wild boy, mighty, yeah, yeah, yeah. mighty Waddy, Kyle Reese. Look him up. What was it? What, what did you? you did, it was just, just you and two girls. Yeah, but that was your it. Face was just as red yeah. as a well, New I Jersey. Mean, what devil. do you mean that was it? I'm talking about an actual, like an actual scene that you wanted to reenact. Well, it was just like the two girls were. Uh, where the, I <laughs> I pretended like I was the producer of the porno, and I was like, "All right, you two, fuck each other." Yeah. Now I come in. Yeah. Hey, hey, take my oh, fucking cock, you fucking whore. Those okay. are two instructions. <laughs> Y'all fuck each other. Yeah. Here I come, bitches. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, Obama, you, you fucking bitch. Not consciously, maybe subconsciously, but not. No, I didn't. Never think like I want to do this porno scene. But no, 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 never. No. Coach Mo. Oh yeah. Threesomes, threesomes. Yeah. Okay. See, now, n- nobody's nobody's elaborating, but okay, go ahead. Magic no, Mike. No, here man. we go. Here we go. <laughs> Let me go tell mine first, right quick, right quick. My one that I want to do is put the foot on our head. Oh, hidden from the back like this. And while my foot is on our head. Hmm. Maybe. Make sure you have on some brand new Tims. That that works every time. <laughs> Bombs. <laughs> I want to do that. And that I, shit is so that when I when I watch a scene like that, and you know, who, um, uh, uh, it's a black version of the ghetto gaggers and everything like that. 
Do you have anybody watch Ghetto Gaggers before? It. You yeah, seen I Ghetto Gaggers before? Look, mm-hmm. I just yeah. want to. I just want to. I seen it. It ruined my life. I want. I want. <laughs> I tried it. The bitch almost called the police <laughs> on me. A lot of porn. Uh huh. The Ghetto Gaggers series is hard for me to watch. Really? Yes, because it's it's like disgusting. It's degrading, man. It's real. That's like, really it's, great. I have to almost like you know hate myself that day, and then I beat off, you know, and then it's like, <laughs> 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 So you can't beat off to the next day. Right. <laughs> right. You just feel Dang. like you've still died that a little long, bit. You know? There's nothing exciting about that at all. So that means yeah. your, 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 your dick got a motherfucker order protection out against I, yeah, your hand. I can't, even, I can't even look at my dick that day. You know, I can't even look at myself pissing, yeah, you know? Sit down and piss. <laughs> <laughs> Numerous times. Numerous times. Yeah. Um, that foot on the head is where it's at. I just, I, yeah, that's the bucket list right there. I've never seen that, so I get. Please do. I find okay. one for you right now. Please okay. do. Please do. Take a look at it. It's it's one. It's a scene where you put the foot on her fucking head while you inside that box. I mean, Brand- the, the threesomes is, is 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 the natural thing, or it is what it is, you know. But. Just doing some shit like that. That's the thing I, I really want to do, but I feel like it's too much work. And then somebody's going to get attached, uh, mostly me to both the bitches. But listen, that's, Pretty much, that's you got to make sure that uh, <laughs> she's okay with it or you're just about to go or else uh, right. you're pretty yeah. much done after that. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I don't want to know the bitches. I just want to <laughs> just meet them and never see them again. Yeah, your ass will do it. With Tayomi though, I know that you put that foot on your head, on her head and everything all over Talk that about, afro. What glamazon? Yeah, glamazon. Oh, oh my yeah. god! With them socks, you got to wear them socks though. <laughs> you know, don't bring them socks in there. I might have them motherfuckers <laughs> on when we leave. Shit. <laughs> like the socks, I might. <laughs> them socks, is, you see that picture? Yeah. God yeah. damn. Um, yeah. you gotta press play, man. Okay. Are most men intimidated by women who make more money than them? <laughs> no. Are most men Intimidated by women <laughs> who make more money than them. What you think? Yeah, I think there's some men out there that's intimidated by that. Really? Yep. Why do you say that? Because men have egos. Okay. And a lot of them feel like, you know, what can I offer you? You know what I mean? Me personally, I I wouldn't care if my wife made more money than me. But I know some men have issues with it. Okay. I'd love it. You love it? Oh, I love it. Why? <clears throat> I ain't got to do shit, you know? Sit at home and not do nothing. So you'd be a kept man then, is what you're trying to say? Oh, yeah. You wouldn't have no problems with it at all? No. <laughs> at least you're honest, man. Yeah. At least you're fucking honest. I'll give it to you. Hand claps to you. My mm-hmm. oh, man, Kyle. I'm with you, Kyle. Kyle, mighty Waddy. I feel the same fucking way. You really do? No, man. I wouldn't give a fuck how much she made. Okay. When she get through hearing all these sad stories I got for her, she, <laughs> she, she'll sit at home and she'll try to be sad as me. <laughs> Fuck, I got we, we got to collaborate these <laughs> Shit, we going to need us a three-day night mini series. I know what this shit is. If this nigga ain't got paid, I'm not getting paid. Fuck it. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have some stories for her ass. 
You, you know, baby, why you so sad, Mike? Oh, shit. My Clippers got canceled. My line is on life support. Clippers, <laughs> Clippers got canceled. <laughs> Fuck her up. She'll be so fucked up in the head. She just got a tumor. Man, she wouldn't know. She wouldn't know what to do. What you, you think she'd stay with you still? She wouldn't have no other choice. <laughs> Why is that? I would. I would. I would profess. My saddest face would be so. Boy, you think I was looking sad when Memphis lost to Derrick Rose and them with, with to Kansas? Shit, I, I got way better faces than that. Okay, I think at the time I went through my baby mama phone and seen some shit. I said. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Bitch, you said you only did that to me. <laughs> the videos first came out, I said, you a dog, motherfucker. <laughs> Bombs! Best part of you ran out of crack of your mama's ass. Bitch, you ain't shit. <laughs> Obama daddy. What was the question? Um, is the woman made more than you. Yeah, I care. Because it only take one time for them to be like, you dirty dog ass, bum, bitch ass, piece of shit nigga that don't have shit. I don't want to hear that because I don't want to go to jail or commit suicide. So I'd rather make more. Man, you get yeah. all that money back like Evelyn from the, the, of the basketball wives. Gradually. <laughs> <laughs> At the end of the day, you got all the bag. Nah, I'm cool. You don't, you don't worry about shit like that? They're gonna, they talked about Jesus, man. You better than Jesus? Yeah, absolutely. You are? Yes. Okay, another crazy nigga, but listen. <laughs> Absolutely. You don't even know how to play the good time. Neither did Jesus. <laughs> what? Right. What? what the fuck is that dude? You, you know how to he fish? He was a carpenter. Yeah, I don't know. He, he wasn't right. Playing, you know, like, he's a rock star. But I'm saying, like, he can't even make himself all his own good time. Jesus and the 12 disciples. Like, Kukaracha, like, right. like, up on the cross or something. You don't even know the 12 yeah. disciples' names. You know the 12 disciples' names? You know all 12 of them? 12 motherfuckers. <laughs> okay. Yeah, they, they, that's, Let me. That's <laughs> last question. Harlan get... High School, class of 90, what? 2000, 2003, man. 2003. Last, last question. Then we're going back to basketball. Like we talk about Derrick Rose. Mm. Under, what under what circumstances should a woman spend money on a man? Every circumstance. Bombs. Thank you. Coach? Yeah. Every chance she gets. Magic. Yeah. Every circumstance. Like, from, from everything. From the food that he eat to the food that he shit out. Buy the toilet paper for that, too. From the clothes that she want to see. First time in, I agree with everything. Mike in a long time. Yeah. Get, okay. his, get his feet done if you mad everything. about him cu cutting up your legs in the middle of the night, bitch. Buy him a stone and put in the shower. He's cutting up her head he... because he got a foot on her. Yeah. 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 That's no, murder there, cow. Oh, man. <laughs> Drew Peterson, you're on your way. <laughs> <laughs> the Knicks want to want to trade Derrick Rose and want to give him away. Your thoughts as Chicago fans and Chicago? Uh, uh, what are uh, they asking for him? Did did they say anything? Let Wojnarowski let, let, let <laughs> saying they just saying we just gonna give him away. Period. Yeah, we don't give two shits. We just gonna give him away. I mean, the, the trade they're speculating now is for Rubio. Yep. From Minnesota. Okay. Because Phil Jackson likes Rubio, supposedly. Okay. That's what's put out there in the media. Coach, what you think? You got a strong opinion. You know that. I think uh, I would like to see Derek in Minnesota. Because I think, I think Tibbs would – I think Tibbs know he wants to make get that second big contract. 
I think he would. Grant his wishes. Yeah, I think he would. Yeah, showcase. He's gonna get the second big contract with Minnesota, or get the second big contract. Period. If I think if not with Minnesota, he's gonna get it. Period. Because I think Tibbs will will showcase it. I think he'll let Derek do him. Because second's not letting him do him. No, nah, it's not working out over in New York. It's not. What about New Orleans? I thought about that. I did. I don't know. Don't you think Derek needs to be on a team that needs to win now, though? I that, think his expiration is really coming up soon. I don't think so, but he, I, like he said, I, like I've been telling, I've been telling my uh, my brother-in-law this whole time, he needs to go play in New Orleans. That's New the most Orleans. Su- that's the most suitable place for him. Lakers, Why is that? Utah Jazz, and this is gonna sound crazy, but the Bulls. We know you're not coming back here. He might come back here. Anything has happened. The Bulls need to tear down and rebuild. Coach, I can see the New Orleans thing. Uh, my question thing to you. Could, but it, it depends with the New Orleans thing, though. I don't like the coach. I'm glad you brought that up. You know, I told you that. I told, we, we was, yeah. I, we was, I commented on that. Why does this media want Coach Cal to come to the pros so bad? Why does everybody want Coach Cal to come to the pros because so bad? Because they think he's the only one that can coach Boogie. And he said that because he said there's no other university in the world you could have got away with the shit you got away with at the University of Kentucky with me. Yeah. He, he said, okay, you got away with it, but it's going to be much rougher for you at the next level. That's why they got rid of him. Have you seen the last game against the Bulls when Sacramento played the Bulls? Yeah. You just see the way that man was bullshitting? Mm-hmm. He shot 11 threes. Mm-hmm. When your five is shooting 11 threes, he doesn't even give a fuck. He, he's like, with every three he shoots, like, trade me. He, he better off shooting that motherfucker from half court backwards. I got him on my fantasy squad. But coach, magic, bomb not mighty. Um, Gentry has not had a squad. I know for the last two, three, two years. Everybody's been injured. Now you want to ship them out when 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 you get the when you get the big dog to come in there. What you about to say, man? Go ahead. I was just gonna say Demarcus just can't went there, right? He just he got traded. Tra- tra- yeah, yeah, right. Oh, they yeah. play tomorrow against Houston. Yep. That's gonna be one of the most televised games, ratings wise, that the Pelicans have had in years since Chris Paul. Right? Yeah, yeah. it's gonna be highly televised. I think uh Coach, think about it. Gentry ain't had shit. Gentry's a good coach, but the first time DeMarcus tell him, fuck you, I'm not playing defense, you see Gentry getting in his face? Nope. Yeah, I can see it. Yes, man. Has he played for a black coach before besides <gasps> Yes. Oh, he's played for Corbin. smart. Yep. He's Sacramento. Play- Sacramento is ba- pl- Sacramento is basketball hell. He liked Mike Malone. Who didn't like Mike Malone? The owner. Right. Maloof. No, it wasn't Maloof. Was, yeah, it was think, Maloof. No, it wasn't Maloof. It was still the Maloofs. Because they fired, uh, um, it's, it sounds crazy. But, it um, wasn't the Maloofs. I don't think so. It was the Maloofs. I think it was Ron Adiv. Vivek. What, 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 what year is Tony Parker in? Whew. The 14th or 15th? Is it 15th year? He what about Derrick Rose? in San Antonio as a free agent. Now that I can see. That's Popovich, a sleeper. no winner. In case you didn't know, 
this is the the real story. I just got a fresh this weekend. Talked to his well-known associates. He said Derek was ready to quit basketball when he came when he went missing for that game. He was actually ready to quit. He came back here with plans of never going back again. He re- highly respects the minister, Minister Louis Farrakhan. They took him to the minister house. Story. The minister got in contact with uh, the brass in New York through Derek. And uh, they sent him a plane and got him back. They fined him $200,000. But he's been so fed up with losing. He wants to win again. He said he won't, He doesn't want to go out a loser like that. He said it's such a mess over there in New York that nobody is really even seeming to even care about the bullshit that's going on. He said there's some nights the dude still cries out the games, losing pro games, because he feel like they could have won one game. And say uh, Przingis is foot slow. He's not, you know, they, they really relying on him. Like like they, the Bulls was trying to do on Tony Kukoc, but they still had mm-hmm. Scottie Pippen. Mm-hmm. They still had the Pete Myers. They still had Michael Jordan. They still had athletes around them. But Phil is still relying on it, and it, and it's a different NBA right now. When you got a John Wallace, that them get up the court in three seconds. You know what I mean? It's 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 not the same NBA, and Phil isn't seeing that. He's sticking to his guns and what he what he believes in. Mm-hmm. That's why I say Magic is. Really sees what what he sees with it with the game coming up and what he needs and he he bleeds purple and gold. Yeah. So he knows that they need to put great product out there. You know what I mean? I know how this thing should be going. I know <laughs> what Jack Nicholas wants to see. They want to see good competitive basketball teams out here, and they they haven't been putting those out there. I, I see Derek even possibly go over there to the Lakers. That's what I was thinking because I was talking to my brothers about it the other day. <clears throat> and the two teams that came up in my mind was San Antonio, like you said, because that's exactly how Tony Parker was playing, driving to the hole, kicking the ball out to the big man and stuff, or to L.A., where he can be able to move uh, D'Angelo Russell to the two, and then you got all those other wing players, and he, he I think he'll be able to thrive because they'll be running up and down the court, but San Antonio would probably be perfect for him because he'll be Tony Parker 2.0 out there, if not better. Oh yeah, Wait, under pop. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I think Derek would buy into whatever pop's selling. Yep, he he has no other choice. He has five NBA championships out That's there. What I mean, and he's over USA Basketball. That he, too. And, and and he coached Hall of Famers, uh, David Robinson. And he's going to be Duncan. playing. And he's going to be playing with a top five, six player, whatever you want to put him in. Mm-hmm. With Aldridge, Kawhi, Kawhi Leonard. Leonard. Yeah. So I mean, and like you, they'll be winning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He'll be winning. Yeah, so. and Papa getting his ass like Rob used to get in his ass, like Calipari was getting yeah. his ass, like Tiz was getting his ass. So every now and then a dude wants that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Okay, 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 okay. You're saying Hornet, you all are saying Hornacek cannot get cannot get to through to him. No, no, because no. he he's not buying into that you ever, shit. You ever you ever watched? You ever just watched the body language? Yeah, tells like, a lot about a, a player. I always tell this when when a coach. This is how you know players are tuned out a coach. When when a guy subs out the game and you the coach and you standing up right by the scores table and a guy walk past you, and as a coach, you know when guys walk out, you stick your hand out. 
if a guy doesn't acknowledge you and just walks past you, you're done. Anything you say is like talking to the wall. He's not trying to hear you anymore. Charlie Brown principal. Okay. <laughs> and then San Antonio, when they sub out, every time you see, they damn near go to the coach on the way out the game to get more but coaching you know before why? they even sit at What did they you say to get another show? Mm-hmm. Winning what? Mindset culture. Culture. They have it. Yeah. Derek probably yearning for that now. You think so? Yeah. He don't look happy. We, we, I we, mean, we, we, what's, what's the problem with him playing with Carmelo? I mean, Carmelo is foot slow now. He's 15 years in the league. Carmelo is, is, is you, know how, you know how many miles that is on your body? You, do, see, he, you see him finish around the basket like he used to? Hell no. All he do is catch and I shoot. I wonder what Derek thinks about Carmelo, too. He, he fucks with him, don't he? Don't yeah, you think? I think he, but but do he think he do, do he think Carmelo want to win though? No, nope. that's what I mean. And that's probably why Derek wasn't trying to recruit him when he was at the Bulls. He think he probably think Carmelo is a fucking prima donna who just want money, and he ain't trying to fucking win he, for he, real. He, he actually thought he had the the strength and the power to do it on his own. He didn't want to play with all them dudes like that because he had that willpower. Like we good enough to do this shit on our own. We get a few more pieces. It's not as a super big name. He, he like he really despised Dwayne Wade and and LeBron James when he was shit. in Miami. Like he didn't like that yeah, shit. Yeah, he hated them guys. And and he hated them teams like that. Like he's like them niggas think they the Oak Hill of the NBA and all that other yep. shit because they they built teams like they 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 was super super teams or whatever. So he he got mad at that shit. Like he he had that much belief in himself, but he couldn't get past them though. Right, because. Shit, and at the end of the day, you got LeBron James, who's 6'9", who runs just as fast as you, and it jumps just as high as you, so, you know what I mean? Okay. That's a different animal. So you're saying, you're you going on record as saying San Antonio. You see that? I can see it happening. That's that's the shocker that everybody would be like, damn. As, as a free agent, though, right? Yeah, as okay. a free agent, yeah. I'm, I'm going on record saying I think he's going to get traded tomorrow. To where? Minnesota. Probably Minnesota. Who is going to give him a max contract? That's what I want to know next. Nobody. Tibbs will lay it out. If if if, if with his body at work, if that other boy could get one thirty eight, Michael Conley, and they got the same numbers. Derrick right Rose, now. you think Derek Derek does. Rose, he does? They have honestly, the same he does. Numbers. I keep trying to tell these motherfuckers that I'm playing with in the fantasy. Derrick got the same numbers. He's just not passing the ball more, but he has the same numbers. He has. He's having a great year. I said that in your comment section on on on, on the post and shit, nigga. You, whoever Steve is, yeah. I I, I just want to <laughs> with the white glove, just go oops upside his fucking head. But the thing about it is, he's just straight shitting on Derek. I'm like, Derek, if you look at the, what he's doing, he's, numbers he's having a great year. He just don't like Hornacek, yeah. and they don't finish in New York. If you watch the games. Derek be putting me and Mike watch the games when we be waiting I know, for you I'm, I'm watch, They I'm, never fucking finish when he give them a good pass. Why why is why is it that they can't close out the fourth quarter? Because Derek should be the one closing Defensive the fourth quarter, not them. Liability. I think it a lot, has a lot I think it has a lot to do with the winning culture and it, the ability to get your team to be like, all right, we're finishing this out. Because if you don't have that winning culture, why the fuck would they care? Why would they put that little extra that you need to finish out a game? What you know? did Tibbs used to do when he was here? He taught them how to close out games. Mm-hmm. And that's how Derek got hurt. But he was like, we we hadn't been closing out games the right way. That's why Derek was still on the court. But Tibbs knew how to 
really coach. He knew he knew what the fuck he was looking at. As as my good friend Charles and he like to say, I know what I'm looking at, man. I know what what the fuck I see. I see this dude here. He's loafing on the other side of the court. He's he's not tentative the way he should be. So when the ball swings, if you're not tentative, what you're gonna be out of position. Out of position. Mm-hmm. And when you're out of position, this guy here is yeah. he's he knows the play. You know what I mean? And 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 you we can slice it any way you want. You can you can do a comparison of all the point guards in the league, but Derrick Rose numbers say he should get a max a max contract. And he's if a third we just option. go off of the market on on free agent point guards. He should get a max contract. Even with the surgeries and his knees and everything? Even with all that, because his numbers say this is what he's going to do on average in any, any given night. Now, the thing is, who's going to give it to him? That's the thing. Like he was saying, I don't know if he'll get that from the Spurs. But depends on how what Derek's at in his mind. Is he want that big money? He may... Take less money to sign with them. But you're going to have some teams out there that has the cap space to offer him a max contract or some close to it. You don't think there's enough free agents out there for uh, teams to pick up? Well, this is a sweet uh, – just July is good for point guards. Derek's probably the top Okay. As t- in terms of free agents because last summer was the big free agent uh, point guard uh, season. And Steph's going to be out there, but he's not leaving Golden State. No. No. What is he going to get? He's going to get the 200 and what, nine, two hundred. You talking about Steph or, or Derrick Rose? Steph. Oh, yeah, he getting whatever the fuck. Yeah, he, I, I don't get, think he's going to take 200. I don't yeah. think he is either. Yeah, he might talk Because I think to he keep wants to keep Kevin Garnett. Uh-huh. I mean, Kevin Durant there. Yep. So that's why I don't think he's going to take it either. Um, you saying, so you're saying, you're saying New Orleans or San Antonio? Yes, sir. So you think he's going Western Conference where he can go run? Yeah. Yep. Why not? Four games against Russell Westbrook. Mm. Which that would be a good team too. It's funny OKC. because he shows up. Yeah. When he plays against those, see, it's Derrick Rose is this Derrick Rose now. I still think he can play. Do I still think he's MVP, Derrick Rose? No. But I still think what is he averaging? Eighteen. Yes. That, yeah. I mean, he's still getting eighteen in the NBA. As the third option. As the third option on that New York team. Hmm. Um, Philly going to give him a max deal out of nowhere. Watch. Who? Who? Philly. Philly? Going to give him a max deal out of nowhere. They going to draft. They going to fucking draft uh, Lorenzo Ball and have Derrick Rose and then be running up and down the fucking court, court all game. Who gets, the, who gets that number one pick this year, though? Sixers don't get the number one yeah, pick. Again. Sixers do. Yeah, Sixers got. Sixers got. They pick and the Lakers pick. Yeah, I know. They not take it, but they not. They not gonna be finished like that though. Who? Neither one of them squads. They go, well. Who got the worst record now? Uh, Brooklyn the Nets. Yeah, but their pick go to Boston. Right. So they might get the number one pick with the lottery balls. Please trade Jimmy Butler tomorrow and get that number one pick. You want and, to, you want to do a complete, and Jalen Brown and you, and Marcus Smart so we can just start over. You want to do a complete rebuild then, huh? They ain't got no choice. Yes, they're not gonna they're not gonna. They, the worst thing for an NBA team to do is to be mediocre. Basketball hell, right? exactly. Yep. Either you be an elite team or you be a rebuilding team trying to become elite. What does Gallinari and, and or Wilson Chandler go to? 
I want Chandler to go to Houston, but I don't think it's gonna happen. They yeah, gonna picked up Lou Williams. That's right. why. That's why I don't think they gonna, gonna shoot seventy threes if his ass go there. Seventy threes a game. Wilson Chandler or Gallinari? What you think? Nowhere. I don't think they're gonna get moved. Okay, here we go. I'm gonna ask you this: Can you see a backcourt of Russell Westbrook and Derrick Rose? Yes. That's what I was saying. I was saying OKC is going to be real interesting if they try to get a Derrick Rose. Who would move over to the two? Derrick. Really? Yeah, Westbrook not giving up the ball. Can you see that? What? Can you see that Magic Mike? No. And OKC? No. That'd be the hell of five backcourt, man. Yeah, it would, but I just can't see it. I, I would like to hell of element of surprise of it happening. I can't see it, but. Yeah, I don't think that's it'll be. It'll be some shit. Do they have the cap space to to give him a contract? No, not at this moment. Why not? Who else they got signed? Well, they they, you know, Russell Westbrook. This in July, he can pick up his option. He can pick up his option, and he can sign. He can get extended for the next three years. Uh, He can he can get upwards up to Mike Conley type money or more. He just took an extension though. No, but he can opt Uh, out though. He can opt out. Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't think they'll have enough. I don't think they'll have enough to get Derek. They don't got nobody else on the team. Well, you know, they got Oladipo. They got, they just signed, what's the big Steven boy Adams. name? Adams. He just got 91, no, 100 million. Yep. Oladipo yeah. just is on a fifth year rookie contract, no, right? No, he, when he, when they, when, when he, when he they, just got they 90 million. Him, they, they re-signed him. Yeah, he got 90 million. He got 90 million? Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. So we looking, we going back to New Orleans, San Antonio. Or L.A. Or L.A. I really would. Like, that New Orleans idea is. But who the wings, though? New Orleans I mean, is finna be. That's their problem. Yeah, they ain't they got no wings. wings. They ain't got no Shooters. They got, Shooters. Solomon, they got Solomon Hill. And Etuan Moore. No, that's not going to make it. You don't think Drew Holiday is, is going to get traded to somewhere else? Or he a free sign, agent, ain't he? Sign, he might want to go back to L.A. himself. Ain't Drew Holiday a free agent? Uh, yep. He he, is he's too. a free agent this yep. year, too. Mm-hmm. He might. He's a free agent this year. Um. It, it, this this trade deadline is going to have everybody nervous tomorrow. It's going to be crazy. Gonna happen. It's going to be crazy. You don't think nothing going to happen? It never happens. NBA trade deadline is either That's bullshit. It chaos is. or it's literally Man, one me t- and Kyle get traded to the Bulls for a bag of chips. Right. Shit <laughs> like that. I don't think Jimmy Butler's going to get traded. I think about four big trades that happen tomorrow. What? Four? You got yeah. four what do you, what do you, you consider four? What's your four? I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm just thinking about oh, this. Oh, you just saying four going to happen. Yeah, four going to happen. Big names? Derek. Okay. Derek's going to get traded. Uh, the Lakers going to make another move. Okay. They're going to get Lou Al Ding ass out of there. Okay. That's Wise not a big move. name, but <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Uh, I think uh, Carmelo's going to get moved. You really? Think? Why do you feel like that? Because it's, it's like Phil Jackson has that ego that, but that, he has that no trade clause. But if somebody asks to trade you, they that's, they 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 blatantly saying they don't want you. He'll you know say I mean? yes. He'll say yes to the Clippers. Well, Cleveland. Why doesn't he want to go to a fucking winner for real? Why not? Why not go to somewhere like a? Uh, He's a ball hog. Why not go somewhere like Boston or, or what's the name? The Clippers in the top four. I got the Boston. I got the Celtics making a good. I got the PG going to uh, Paul George going to the Lakers. To the Lakers tomorrow. Yeah, 
Like, uh, pull the trigger, huh? Yeah, I, I really think that that's gonna happen. Magic, gonna, big man. Magic is gonna get, put some exciting teams on the on the floor at least. I'd rather see Okafor in in, in L.A. than right. I, I, I see both no of them gonna go to L.A. You think so? I think Jaleel getting traded PG too. and Jaleel Okafor in L.A. That'd be ugly. Who they, they gonna get rid of though? Brandon one, Ingram. One of either Ingram. Ingram. And Randall. And, and you, you know, know they got a first round pick that they got from Houston with the Lou Williams deal. Yeah. yeah. That's fucked up that, you know, uh, Jeannie got rid of Cupchak and uh, what's the name? No, it's not. They wasn't for, doing for, nothing. Yeah, I'm saying they got, they, they, those two fucked up by not trading Ingram for Cousins. You remember, I told you, I think that was the last straw. Yeah, that was. That was I it. I think Jeannie got pissed when it came out. I just think she just had enough. Cousins has has been, uh, um, I mean, L.A. has always been a center-dominated culture. When your boys say, when Diva dry snitch, like we had better deals on the table, and we just didn't get it done, that's dry snitch. They said no to Andre Drummond. They had a deal for him. Oh, wow. Wow. Why why are people so down on on Jaleel Okafor? Why is the NBA so down on him? It's just the shot on him is his work ethic right now. Like the party. Mm-hmm. Do what y'all do. Roll y'all hands and listen to Chief Keith and bullshit. Listen to I, blah, blah, blah. But he's playing. He's he's in Philly. He's unhappy. doesn't like the coach. He never wanted to be in Philly. Correct. He was going to go to L.A., but he was partying too much the summer before the draft. The, the, the summer of the draft. Mm-hmm. And he worked out out there the whole time. Every time they caught him, he was out partying. Him and his daddy. They rubbed they rubbed the Lakers brass the wrong way. Yeah. So that's how he missed his beat on that one. That's fucked up. Yeah. Him and his daddy was was partying that much? I guess yeah. that's a sign. That's, that lets me know. Don't party with your son. <laughs> if, your son <laughs> if your son gonna be six foot ten, don't fucking party don't with party your fucking with son. son. Well, it's, it's, it was all new to them all. You know what I mean? Like once again, you're coming from poverty. Yeah. You're yeah. coming from nothing. And unless you got that guidance like Jabari Parker had since day one, and you knew what you wanted to do, you knew what you had to do. And you knew what you had to do, and you knew what your goal and your main focus was. That's the only way you're going to really achieve those goals and stay the course. That's I mean, go ahead. What's about, no, what's about to say? Go I ahead. wanted to ask Mike and uh, Coach, because last time maybe he said I wanted to ask him something. Why do... Why do Chicago basketball players in the NBA get injured so much? Oh. Because okay, here, here we go. Because uh, get, I hear, get that mic, get that mic to your to uh, right there, man. I gotta hear this. Me shit. as a medical great professional, fucking question. I see. This is a great. Question. I see Derrick Rose with those two ankle braces on, which is terrible. That's why he keeps messing up his knees. Because you, instead of you twisting your ankle, you twist your knee. Uh-huh. And another thing I think of is the concrete and that constant pounding on your knees. So why why do you all think that Chicago basketball players keep getting injured? Uh, just real quick, it's also the Bears too. The Bears are extremely injury prone. Yeah, it's and, football, Cal. Uh, well, the, no, just I mean I know it's football, but the thing is, even for football, they're extremely injury prone. A mighty whitey moment. The Patriots was injured all year and still won the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> You're supposed to hit the note. Okay, let's try this again. A mighty whitey moment. <laughs> I ain't gonna hit nothing else. <laughs> Go ahead, man. No, I just wanted to know why y'all think, because y'all are around it, you know, more than I am. 
You know what? Somebody had sent that to me, that same question, and they put, you know, is this the curse of uh, Simeon slash Chicago basketball? But I don't know. I With Jabari's injury, I'm just going to be flat out. I just think it's just a case of bad luck. I mean, but then, you know, you look at Derek's with the knee injury. Me, I think these kids play entirely too much basketball. Mm-hmm. That's just my personal opinion. I don't think these kids rest their bodies in the summer at all. They go from playing how many high school games it is during the year, Mike? You can't play no more than 32 to be eligible for the state tournament. So you play 32 games. Then after you play those 32 games, you play, what, how many AAU games probably? At least 40. So there you go. And then you, seventy games. That's an NBA schedule, damn near. It pretty much is. But Beasley Grammar School plays ninety games a year. They're eighteen, eighth grade, eighteen. They're but they're grade. working out though in between. Yeah, those and games. practicing. See, when I was in grade school, we played seventy-five games, mm-hmm. but we didn't work out during the, in, during the week or in between those games. It was practice games on the weekend, and that was it. These kids are actually—I mean—they working out. They're going with trainers. They're lifting weights. They're doing a whole bunch of a lot more other things, and I don't think they're resting their bodies. To me, that's just from what I see. Now, Anthony Davis, too, is another one. You think he's just too small? Could be, or he just got a lot of soft tissue problems. He grew quickly. Yeah, that's so right. So his body wasn't like that. But uh, then again, it's shit. It's, 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 it's what the man upstairs got, got in store for you. Look at Kevin Garnett. He never had a major... Knee, uh, Kobe ma- never had a injury. major injury until the end, yeah, 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 when he was 36, 37 yeah. years old. Uh, look How's at, LeBron never had an injury? PEDs. Gotcha. Okay. Look they at say a, he I, I hear that. I hear that a lot about for, him. You know, all of this extravagant uh, equipment to keep his body in shape. Look at uh, Antoine Walker. He never had a major he injury. He never got injured. Yeah. Uh, Paul Pierce Paul never Pierce, had a major yeah. injury. Uh, he faked a major injury, but he never had one. <laughs> who? Oh, yes. <laughs> in, oh, in the finals? Yeah. yeah, in the finals. Did Jordan? Yeah. He just broke yeah, his ankle. Just one. His, his second year. Right, broke his foot. I'm sorry, broke his foot. Mm-hmm. Was that it? Yeah. yeah. That's it? Yeah. So wow. you saying LeBron, PEDs? Yeah, I, I think LeBron has always been on something. Really? Yeah, I do. And getting away with it? Well, I He's think, the face of I the think he got NBA. off of it when it, the NBA announced they're doing HGH testing. I think he got off of it. And get on something else. Yeah. But I, yeah. I think LeBron and Serena need to make the uh, next bionic black child and uh, make the <laughs> no, black I, race go I, I'm with you on that. to the next Somebody level. Somebody tried to pay for that. I'm with you on that. Somebody tried to make the ultimate athlete. The dude tried to pay yeah. him $2 billion to do that. A, 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 a billionaire literally tried to have him have a baby. Wow. LeBron, white shit, ain't shit happening. <laughs> I, 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 I pay ten dollars for this building and shoot the shit out. Of you. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck this real shit. <laughs> Fuck you and your two billion. Big strong pussy bitch in here. Give me that backhand. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, it's been a great ride. I'm not gonna lie, uh, Coach Moses. We enjoy you as we do all the time. Uh, thanks for the. Uh, and, uh, Pico Rose, I really enjoyed this episode. Yeah. Uh, before I go any further, I gotta give a big shout out to my man. Listen to every every episode. 
My man Raphael Damon McClinton, one of the best athletes I've ever seen in my life. He, he literally did every single dunk in the 1988 dunk contest in the gym room when we cut class in the girls' <laughs> gym room. Dunk for dunk. He had all the thugs running. to my folks, you see this motherfucker? He dunking with his jeans and shit on. Like, this dude here was one of the super, super athletic dudes I've ever seen in my life. And he played two games in high school. His first game, he fouled out all the big men until the end of the game with four people. He had like 26 points, 15 rebounds. He was a sophomore. Next game, he played against Robeson. And then uh, he discovered something by the name of Pussy. <laughs> and uh, he, he, <laughs> he liked to go out the side door with Hopper. He never played again. Never played again. <laughs> <laughs> but, but this is my man. He listens to every episode. I had to, I told you I was going to shout out Damon, man. You my man. I rock with you 100 grand like, like a mug. And uh, y'all know my story. Uh, mama, every day we away from you is another day. We getting closer to see you again. Uh, she's short now, y'all. It's September. 2018, she'll be home. And uh, if it is to be, it's up to me. Um, real quick, did you all see what was popping this week on on, on Twitter? The Hurt Bay shit. Did mm. you see that? I didn't see it. What? Oh God! The guy sat down and told his girl. Um, and he, the hashtag was called Hurt Bay. Look it up. Guy told the girl, "I've cheated on you." And they had this music playing in the background and everything. You have to see what I'm talking about. Okay. You, have, you have to see the digital video of it. So, so, so uh, search hashtag Hurt Bay. Hurt Bay. Then they had one today was called Boots Bay. Um, a chick was walking up to the girl, to some, a girl and a guy, and the bitch put up put up a foot like a leg like this with a big ass long boot. I saw that. <laughs> and it curved the bitch with yeah. the uh 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 yeah. that was walking toward. They call her Boots Bay. <laughs> That's been the the the, la- the latest thing this week is is you know her Bay, Boo ba- Boots Bay, and everything. Go ahead. I, I want to say Boo Baby. One last thing. I want to um. Let's put a shout out to one of my former players from Gordon Tech. He was killed two weeks ago. Oh, shit. Um, mm, mm, mm. Forever John Walt Jones. He was a local Chicago rapper. Uh, he was really on his grind here in the city. Dinner with John. Yeah. Great yeah. Yeah. He was yeah. one of your players? Yeah, he's one of my players. Uh, on, 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 on Gordon Tech? Yep. Oh, great wow. kid. Um, his mom, great woman, auntie. A lot of great people in that family. So I just want to give him a shout out. Um, keep them in a prayer. What was that about, man? Over pride, man, just pride. It's it's a long story, man. Yeah, it's sad too. But um, with that funeral was was last Saturday. It's a sad funeral, but it was good to see a lot of people t- turn out for his for his mom, and they showed him a lot of support. So, yeah, I'm gonna piggyback off of that. I wanted to, uh, we uh laid Brian Brian Leach to rest yesterday, a street legend from here. Uh, that went it was seventy three, seventy two with Tim Hardaway. And we all walked in together at his wake Monday. And uh, Tim Hardaway wanted us to meet up there at 4 o'clock. So we all going together. And uh, who's on the front row? Crying. Like crying. Boo-hoo crying. Having a hell of a moment. In the corner. The rapper Special Ed. Mm. That was his man. And he got on Brian Leach in the summer at IIT of 89 when he was going at it with Michael Jordan. And he said he never seen a dude who resembled him so much mm-hmm. in stature, light-skinned, and who had game. 
So he was more intrigued with Brian Leach, and they became friends mm-hmm. to the point where this man came here, and uh, it was like he 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 really was having a rough time with it, man. And and it, and he embraces all, use up all the Kleenex, man. That, that's that's how bad he was. He was messed up about it, man. He's like, man, this was my big bro, man, and and I don't think people just gonna give him his just due. Okay. And and we all went out, and uh, we talked in front. Uh, we could have did it for for hours on end. But I had it, it was seventy degrees, if y'all as y'all know. Monday right. here in Chicago, February the twentieth. So I had to get home a barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> and I will say this: I, I lost a, a music industry legend, um, one of my OG when it came down to the music industry. Um, the ones who I put used to put up signs for, um, used to host over at Sir McLaughlin's, Dwayne Holmes, um, really? R.P. Um, he just uh, uh, he passed away like two days ago. From what? Um, he was he was sick. He's been sick for the last couple of years. You know, Dwayne Dwayne was the, when it comes down to radio promotion in the city of Chicago and the Midwest. He was, a, you know, a, a pure legend. Guy, yeah. yeah, straight pure legend when it came down to it. When it come down to all the artists that came in, that was part of RCA, that was part of Epic, that was part of Sony. You know, he was the one that was taking them up to the radio and taking them around and everything. West Sider also. Um, so I'll be on the West Side on the fourth. You know, go, going to his uh, his home going services and everything. But Dwayne Holmes was, you know, my music industry OG, one of my OGs. Period. Gave me a lot of game. Talked to me, you know, about about the whole music situation. Always hit me and told me, when you get your budget together, you know, come see him. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, you know, it was about the money at, yeah, in the end. Money, you know, yeah. but we, it, it's about the relationships also. So I mean, you know, R.I.P. to to him. Um, R.I.P. to him. Yeah, and and everything. I just want to say congratulations. Uh, well, on a lighter note, just congratulations to my sister. Uh, she just had a kid. You're so, an uncle. Yeah, I'm an uncle. Yeah. So. Yeah. And your kid is. He didn't bomb it. He didn't bomb it. Hey, listen, Uncle man. Mighty Whitey. For real, y'all. We all get 86,400 seconds throughout the day. It's what you do with them that's going to. Uh, Define you as a person when you call on home, and uh, when you go home, man, uh, the old man gonna have your book up there, and uh, with all the talents he gave you, and he gonna say, uh, "What did you do with your talents, Reggie? What did you do with your talents?" Smoked it up. Uh, all right, well, I know what I'm gonna do with mine. I'm gonna go fuck with some of mine. Hey, good night. <laughs> last question. Last question. Last question. <laughs> Powerball for four hundred three million. If it gets up to four twenty, what you gonna do if you win? Ooh, four hundred twenty million. I'm out of here. Leaving Chicago? Leaving Chicago. For good? Yes, sir. Mighty Whitey? I don't know. Maybe go to the fucking moon. I don't know. Something. Something. Yeah. You can do that shit when you do the cocaine or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, 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 and Reggie could gang, you and Reggie could hang out and oh, everything. There we yeah. go. <laughs> you and Reggie, you white hunky junkie bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Bombs! I Reg- got my snack pack. That's what I got. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Reggie, 403 million. 420 I, on Friday. I built the biggest strip club slash daycare in the city. No, no hesitation. You would, you would have so many girls work there. You would not right? get exactly. a. You would, oh, you would, but you would not get a license. Yeah, I would. How? I pay off the politicians. That's what they there for. The <sighs> fuck? Of course, you can pay them all off. Magic Mike, 420 million dollars on Friday. What's up? 
with my luck, Trump will find out that I'm an immigrant and kick me out the fucking country. <laughs> <laughs> Die! Spotlights! Spotlights! He's got weird. Damn, Mike. He's got fucking buzzing luck. Don't ask me for no money if you ain't drained my balls. Yeah. Reasonable <laughs> Ignis Podcast on ep- episode 86. Now on SoundCloud. Now on iTunes. Now on Acast, now on Spreaker, soon to be on Stitcher. Bombs!